ability to a little bit, you know, flexible uh, and accommodate the things uh, which are situational. And uh, we will do that. So that's not a problem. And of course, I want uh, the, you know, of course, we want that uh, even students would support uh, in this manner. And I'm very confident that you will also support me, right? Yes. So you can unmute yourself and when I'm asking yes or no, you could absolutely say that. Yes. Uh, thank you. And another thing uh, which uh, I would suggest is, uh, so while when we talk and teach, there is an option in Zoom where you can raise your hand. So hand raising is also there. And uh, for doing that, I would recommend that go on to the participation list, participants list, which is below your uh, you know, as a toolbar, which is uh, at the bottom of your screen. And then if you go there and then you, you know, uh, you would have the, of course, uh, you know, lower your hand and somebody already, you guys are already doing that. So you have that option there to raise your hand and then you can go there and do that raising the hand. So as uh, you know, once you raise your hand, I could see that in my screen and then I will admit, uh, you know, uh, you can unmute or I will uh, tell you that yes, your question please. Sometime it may happen that I don't see that and that's again, uh, you can that time unmute yourself and just see, tell that you have a question that is also fine. This is the matter of, you know, adjusting uh, with, uh, with the student and with the class. And then we will absolutely, uh, you know, get in tune and these things will happen very well properly. I don't think, I don't see any problem of doing that. And I will be giving these instructions in the beginning uh, and I will be repeating certain instructions. So we get used to those. Uh, another thing will be there will be breaks, so we don't have to worry that oh, how long uh, we will we are stuck here. But sometimes it may happen that you have to go urgently somewhere, uh, or you know uh, some other attention is needed at home. Then you can uh, chat with me, and there is a chat room. We just have to. Um, Okay, already somebody started chatting, so that's good. Uh, so you know there is a, you could see the chat uh, option there on the, again, the, uh, the bar, a toolbar, which is uh, uh, on the bottom of your, um, you know, computer or the screen, and uh, you can always uh, do this. So uh, Vincent is saying, pressing and holding the space bar um, unmutes oneself instead of having to click the micro microphone icon, which is absolutely true. And so we can speak and release the space bar, remute uh, the speaker. We we are uh, we have found this to be very convenient. That is true. We could do that, uh, but sometimes when people are very new and they are not still sure how to do that, then uh, there is uh, still a mute button, so we can think about that as well. So these uh, were the, you know, basic uh, housekeeping things. I guess I uh, covered everything. Uh, so as I said, you can chat with me, but don't just ask question on chat. Uh, I may not be able to see immediately. Uh, we could, uh, as I said, speaking would be 
but if you want to just say something convey something and then go then there then you can just keep it on the chat and just say that okay i'm leaving the room for 5 minutes or 10 minutes or whatever and i'm coming back that can be communicated with chat but when you have a question or certain specific thing to be talked then you can raise your hand and we can always uh, you know uh, then i'll give you a chance to talk and then you can ask your question typically how we would do is we go uh, speaking and explain the subject first explain the concept first and after the concept is explained then i give the break okay now your questions and that time you can ask questions so if you have question then you can always write it down and over the over the whole class of 20 hours we would definitely giving so many uh, question answer breaks also so typically the concept is being explained and then you will write it down your question or whatever and then you can ask so the opportunity is absolutely given to you when we have to give you know when you will have where you will have a chance to ask the questions so these were some uh um, you know housekeeping things uh now actually we will start the class and i'm sure everybody has joined now so far everyone is here so let's do this uh, first as always because we are going to you know be here together in this journey uh, and at least for today for next 10 hours let's get introducing you know each other let's uh, let's know more about our fellow classmates and uh, so let's do that introduction part and i think i will start uh, with myself what i really want you to introduce about yourself is of course your name then uh, what you uh, you know what was that which made you sign up this program and uh, what uh, do you think that your dreams are what do you see yourself uh, in a future by learning uh, what you are doing you know what we will be learning now so and of course one more thing uh, i also would uh, like to know and you to tell during that period of time that where are you located because we have even some international students and so i want everyone to know who who is from where and we will be interacting with each other and you will be seeing uh, everybody and uh, so it's uh, it will be a fun thing to see where you are located and everybody would know that we are at this time connected with to really from east coast to west coast and you know northern and southern uh, part of us as well so i will start with myself first and then we will go in a row alphabetically uh, so again namaste everyone and a warm welcome from um, from me as well as whole triple uh, a team as i said uh, my name is ashlesh raut i am a vaidya vaidya means uh, ayurvedic physician Uh, when you say ayurvedic physician that means uh, i have done my md that is uh, in ayurveda i mean i'm not a conventional md i'm not a uh, you know western medical doctor but i'm a ayurvedic medical doctor so we get a degree as md in ayurveda 
and uh, my education uh, was whole course I learned uh, MD in India and uh, you don't have that facility still here uh, but we are uh, progressing towards that when I migrated here 20 years ago we did not have even that so it's good that now and when I'm saying we it means in the U United States so now in United States in US we have uh, at least these two programs very well established and you are in one of the most uh, esteemed program here. So, um, so that will also happen shortly, you know, we will have the Ayurvedic doctor program also soon, uh, but it always takes, like you have to take the steps. So again, coming back to me, I have uh, completed um, my MD in Ayurveda uh, in, from Mumbai University uh, and then I migrated here. I was uh, working there and I had my clinical practice as well as I was working for, um, you know, one of the pharmaceutical industry uh, there. Very, so those who are from India may know about the CIPLA, uh, which is considered number one uh, pharma industry, pharma, pharmaceutical company there. And I was their medical director for the Ayurveda division. So they have the whole Ayurveda section. And I was, uh, you know, I was more interested in the research and that's how I was there because we were creating new formulas. So then uh, we and my husband decided to move uh, and it was basically, he moved uh, for his work and that's how I came to US. And since then I'm uh, practicing here. Uh, well, while practicing, I realized that the education is the extremely important part. The awareness is a very, very important part. Ayurveda is a really holistic science. And this holistic science is not just one thing that, okay, you know, you take this and go and then you will be fine. It doesn't happen. So in practice, when you really want to incorporate Ayurveda, you need to change. And change only comes when you become aware. So when you become aware of your situation, that time automatically the change starts and so by knowing that fact i we you know some of uh, my colleagues and whole triple a team in that way we came together and we thought that we need to educate people more so we used to first do a small workshops uh, and now then we started you know, we should have the formal education given also so there are more people who would teach other people right and more people would create more students who will have that opportunity to learn as well as educate everyone. So that's how uh, basically um, we, you know, uh, started this Ananda Ayurveda Academy. Uh, before that, I was always, uh, I mean, of course, Ananda Ayurveda Academy, and I'm a program director at Ananda Ayurveda Academy, as you all know. I, I have also my clinical practice, which I've been doing since long time. And uh, so I have basically three locations. Uh, earlier, I used to go to Miami also for the clinical practice, but uh, now with kids and many other things, I reduced that much and I'm pretty much in this territory of Chicagoland area. So as I said, I am here in Bloomington, Illinois, and I know a few of you are also from Bloomington. So
so uh, which is a little bit south, southern, south to chicago and um, so um, more another thing which i would always like to talk about giving my own introduction that i seriously i mean like literally in love with ayurveda that i cannot live without ayurveda when i came to us uh, we realized uh, that there was no new ayurveda even that time it was a really hard time uh, to explain people that i have done my uh you know medical education in ayurveda because because people would not know what is ayurveda right uh so i i had an opportunity to change my field uh that's how uh, people used to do that time i came during that uh, you know millennial uh, year when you know y2k year basically people were getting so much in uh, it profession but uh, i i realized that that's not my passion that's not my dream that's not i cannot do that though i can study that but i cannot do that so i pursued uh, you know my practice and people that time as i said literally i had to tell them you know uh, ayurveda i mean they could not even pronounce that time so that was uh, the situation but anyway i'm glad that uh, now it is getting popular and people are you know interested even in learning so i always did my clinical practice and I, now also i have a clinical practice the school ground where we have in chicago i have my one clinic set up there as well and i i do uh, my practice from there as well and uh, i my uh, teaching as you know teaching is my passion uh, and another very important thing i feel which is really uh necessary now with whole ayurveda profession and that is research so i am uh, also really con- you know connected with uh, all ayurveda research i am uh, adjunct clinical uh, you know uh, professor at uh, ksh uh, that is uh, kasturba health society and uh, i we do the basic research there a real hardcore research also happens there and uh, so the the research aspect the educational aspect and also the i mean clinical practice is absolutely there but um, uh, on that also a very important thing i feel that the service to community i feel it's a really important part of my life and uh, that's how i'm a lifetime um, actually volunteer for american red cross as well as many other uh, organizations i also volunteer i'm a board director uh, at uh, nama cb cb's credential board and certification board and so uh, to keep the ayurveda education and even whole ayurveda as a profession on the top it's my passion it's my uh, commitment to myself and it is my commitment to my science uh and that's what uh, i do so again uh, thank you uh and i would now give you each one of you mic to talk so we will start from uh who is first so i see uh you know on the my end i see the participant list and i will go through that so john is the first one john can we have you talk 
questions. And John is already raising his hand, so I'm lowering his hand. You can unmute yourself, John, and please go ahead. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Uh, my name is John. I live in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, I am a full-time firefighter and paramedic. Um, what brings me here is I believe in the science of balance and healing. It's something I've been doing in my own life um, for about a year now. And being on the ambulance and working as a full-time paramedic, I see uh, illness and death on a, re on a regular basis. And I've always believed as I deep in my practice that um, much more can be done uh, with, uh, on a daily level with food and routine and lifestyle that could prevent a lot of this uh, illness that we see on a daily basis. So um, where I go from here, I don't know. I know at the very least I can deepen my own practice and uh, educate my friends and family on what I've learned, but uh, I'm always open to pursuing a new career path and uh, I'm very excited to be here with all of you. Thank you, John. And I'm sure where you will go from here. <laughs> it's, it's, Ayurveda it has this potential, believe me, seriously. And I have seen over the period, I've been teaching since last 10 years and how much people, you know, how different paths are there from where people come to Ayurveda and literally believe me, each, whatever their profession is, they can apply Ayurveda there. For sure. Well, they can pursue their own practice of Ayurveda. That is absolutely true. But whatever their profession could be, they can still apply Ayurveda there because that's why we call it as a science of life. Right? If you are in life, I mean, that your profession is, that livelihood is that, then you can absolutely apply uh, your Ayurvedic knowledge there. And that can be your distinguishing factor where people other professionals would have only that knowledge and you would have something more than that. So I uh, absolutely see that happening. So thank you. And then, so the next one is Alex. Hi, hi everyone. Uh, my name is Alex. Uh, I live in La Crosse, Wisconsin, uh, right on the Mississippi River, about halfway between Madison and Minneapolis. Um, I'm a yoga instructor. I'm also a graduate student uh, for mental health counseling. And so my um, thing is I'm just really, really interested in kind of bridging uh, both Eastern and Western uh, medicines and using like Ayurveda and yoga uh, as therapy into like the more mental health counseling setting uh, and using that for therapy. So I'll be um, like halfway through my program now and I'll be able to do like research um, with Ayurveda as a treatment for substance abuse um, towards the end of my program in about a year or so. So um, yeah, thank you. Happy to be here. Thank you, Alex. And so next one is Charlotte. Hello, um, I'm Charlotte Hoffman. I am also in Bloomington Normal, Illinois. So right right in the middle of Illinois, halfway between um, Chicago and St. Louis. And um, it's hard to know how to describe the path. This is really kind of the third time I've encountered Ayurveda <clears throat> in different ways. Um, I've been pre-diabetic three times and managed to avoid it every time. And, and while I have done other things that really helped me deal with um, 
issues around eating sugar, it's really been Ayurveda that I feel like has really made one of the biggest shifts for me. Um, so I've been interested um, uh, just because of some specific experiences around that. Um, I uh, grew up on the East Coast outside Washington, D.C., but came back um, to Illinois for graduate school. I'm actually a graduate of, um, I have a Master's in Divinity degree and then wound up doing a year-long hospital chaplain residency. And so um, even having seen folks that have issues with diabetes have had to have um, you know, feet amputated, you think that would, you know, scare me into, into changing. Um, but it's really been, as I said, Ayurveda and a couple of other things in my life that have made that change. So, um, I knew I wanted to stay here, um, after finishing that year long residency, but there aren't a lot of chaplain jobs where I live. So wound up kind of shifting into fundraising at a faith affiliated nonprofit. And as wonderful as the fundraising profession is, I've realized it's, that's not what I want to do. Um, I'm already certified as a health coach and um, I'm taking this opportunity of COVID and extra time to um, learn more about Ayurveda and hopefully uh, be able to transition to having my own coaching business. And I think that was everything. Thank you. Thank you, Charlotte. I was, you know, believe me, I was thinking when uh, we had to decide that we have to go completely online, I was still thinking that maybe, maybe, maybe that we will have a class and I will at least ask Charlotte to come in person and we can, uh, you know, few people would be still in front here and we have one more student uh, from Bloomington. Uh, so, well, Charlotte, that way, you know, we are in close vicinity as, as a today at least <laughs> so yes welcome charlotte and then we move on to chloe yes hi sorry um so i'm currently living in illinois i mean not illinois in um los angeles so it's a bit early for me um i'm originally from milwaukee wisconsin and <laughs> sorry <laughs> i have chickens um, so, um, uh, what brings me here is basically I went to school for uh, music business and since I've been out in LA, it's not been sparking joy for me. So I've been trying to find, um, other outlets and sorry, <laughs> I have dogs too. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so I've been trying to find other outlets and I took a free class, uh, through the Chopra center, which is in, uh, like San Diego area. And that really like set fuel to my fire. And I just wanted to um, explore that a bit more. And I'm not sure where this is going to take me yet, but yeah, we'll see. All right. Welcome Chloe. And we love, you know, those chicken <laughs> and <laughs> dog parking. Not, no, not at all a problem. You know, Ayurveda is all about, you know, how do you, you are a part of universe, right? So we have to encompass everybody. And so that's their natural instinct, which they are doing. And we have to respect that, right? Yes. So that's, you should not feel at all any problem. You don't have to say sorry. It's uh, absolutely acceptable. Uh, all right. So next one is Divya. 
Hey everyone, uh, can everyone hear me okay? Yes. Okay. Uh, my name is Divya. I'm originally from India. Uh, right now, currently, I'm in West Lafayette, Indiana. And I am from corporate. My background is like from computer science and IT and just like a lot of Indians in the US, I am in the corporate world currently as I speak. Uh, my spiritual journey, I would say, kind of started like a couple of years ago. That's when I kind of stumbled upon Ayurveda. And uh, it might be a surprise to a lot of you, uh, but a lot of people from India don't really know Ayurveda the way like the richness of Ayurveda, I would say, we are actually not at all familiar with that. Uh, so when I started uh, reading about Ayurveda, I was kind of mind blown with there, how much there is to it. Uh, so yeah, I read a couple of books, but like I told Dr. Raad, I don't think that was enough at all, which is why I have come here. Uh, another big thing is in my family, uh, I think allopathy runs very big. So like, even if we cough, we take antibiotics, you know, if even if there's like a slight cold, we'll directly take in paracetamol or Tylenol. Uh, my family is diabetic, uh, there is high BP running and so all sorts of health issues. So I always used to think since childhood that this doesn't seem viable. I don't think we are all approaching it the right way. Uh, so yeah, so with this course, one thing what I hope is uh, on a personal level to understand Ayurveda better maybe implement these things, uh, uh, incorporate a more natural way of life when it comes to food and all of that. So hopefully I don't, uh, yeah, to keep my health in balance, that's one. Second is in a professional aspect, I don't relate to the whole uh, climbing the corporate ladder and running after uh, money mentality. Like, I don't know, that's just not my passion. So ho I'm hoping to migrate out of corporate and move into uh, probably setting up my own practice and having my own coaching practice. I don't know, but I'm sure in a year, I'll probably would have figured that out uh, some more. So nice to meet you all. And Dr. Ra, thank you so much for uh, this program. I'm really excited to learn Ayurveda. Sure, sure, Divya. You are absolutely welcome. And I'm glad that uh, you have decided that, you know, that running thing will be happening. But this is something still important to give that base. And then no matter how much ladders you would, you know, climb up, it's still fine because you now have a very stable base of health. Right? So that the, the actual uh, health part would be Again, that's something which we, as we always say, health is wealth, right? So in that respect, I was saying, okay, wonderful. Uh, then we move to Jill, Jill Hunter. All right, this is my first time on Zoom. So hopefully this will, this works. Um, I'm from Houston, Texas. My name is Jill Hunter. Um, my interest in holistic medicine started about 20 years ago. I, I grew up in a family that was very attuned to using herbs and going to, my dad went to like a natural, wasn't really a naturopathic doctor, but it was kind of a, I don't know what we would have called it back then, but a different kind of doctor. Um, and so it was very familiar to me. My mom was a, a yoga teacher for a long time, uh, like 20, 25 years ago. So. Um, right after college, which was about 20 years ago, I actually, um, and I did tell you this in my interview, but I actually interviewed, uh, I applied to Bastyr College um, outside of Seattle to go into the naturopathic medicine program. And it was when I was doing my prerequisites for the course the year before the program started that I had a friend um, invite me to go to India 
with her and her family for her sister's wedding. And we were there for six weeks. And it was there that I learned about, um, well, I didn't know about Ayurveda, but I knew that in every culture, basically, we have uh, systems that are like traditional medicine. And so I started to seek that out when we were at bookstores. And so I picked up some old books on Ayurveda um, and became really interested. But when I got back home, I actually, my other passion um, was for photography. And so by just a how events happened, um, I ended up going into advertising and editorial photography. So I've had a career in that for over 16 years now, and it's been a really good career. Um, but throughout this time, I've always had those Ayurvedic books next to my, my bed and um, every other kind of you know, herbalism, aromatherapy, um, Chinese medicine, and it's really what I'm super passionate about. So um basically it's been uh, yeah 16 years i've had this career and i just decided that it's time i'd like to um just uh switch into a different type of career where i learn more about healing uh both for myself but also for the people around me and hopefully it'll be a career that can take me um into not just retirement but you know it's something that you can always do until uh, until your last days on earth so i'm really happy and excited to be here Thank you, Jill. Yes, and I also wish that, you know, it really gives you the way, the path which you want to follow and that way actually do the legacy of your parents, right? So, all right. Uh, then we have Kavita. Hello. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Kavita Goski. I'm basically from India. And here I'm from Wisconsin, Kenosha. So I'm an IT professional, so a software engineer, ERP consultant. And I used to travel a lot for all these years, like crazy traveling because of uh, the consultant role and all that. So this COVID had given me an opportunity to be at home and think about few things. So I realized that uh, every time, even in India and all, we always go back to, oh, what is a home remedy for a particular thing? What is a home remedy instead of taking medicines and all that? So I realized that, and I also brought in some changes in my lifestyle and food habits and all that. That made a lot of change in even, even in just a couple of months. So then that intrigued me like oh why can't I take a formal education and get a knowledge and I can help people around me my family friends and everybody because I realized that as uh, Vaidya ma'am said health is wealth so that is the only precious thing which we carry as a living body so anything we can do uh, for healthy living and healthy food habits that's definitely an good thing which we are going to do to ourselves and everybody around us so that is what made me get into learning ayurveda formally and i'm looking forward to it and my future goals is i might also get into practice i'm not sure but i'm hoping i can bring a change into people's life wonderful yes yes bringing a change in people's life is the most rewarding thing believe me that is absolutely a rewarding thing. And I'm so glad that you are also from Wisconsin. So we have two, uh, two students from Wisconsin. All right, great. Okay, then the next person I have on the list is Kim. 
Good morning, everyone. Hi, I'm Kim, and um, I am from Chicago, Illinois. So um, it's been really interesting here lately, too, as I'm sure it's been in Kenosha as well, um, yep. big city. But um, so I come from the corporate world. I'm an accountant. I've been in the finance um, kind of realm my whole career, almost 20 years now, and I'm a CPA. So I was always one of those people who I love business. I'm very driven. I like that fast-paced environment and process improvement, and I would do that in my professional life. And then when I came home, I always needed the balance of something that was more creative or soft. So I find myself at home um, really focusing on natural health, reading about mental health, yoga, crochet, gardening, things like that. And so I naturally <clears throat> was kind of drawn to finding that balance in life. But for some reason, I always thought they had to be separate, right? I had to be this very like strong, assertive, busy woman at work. And then I could be whatever I wanted at home. <clears throat> and that didn't serve me well over time. Um, I had a couple times throughout my career where I burned out um, both emotionally and physically and then would reset and say, okay, well, I'm going to do better, better habits, right? Of course, you know, naturally I just spin up and I end up in the same place again. And so, um, you know, as I've gotten older and I have a son now, I wanted to figure out how to incorporate both sides into one person, both at home and at work in my career. And, you know, I really felt called to, to Ayurveda. It's something that I think I've naturally moved towards as I've gotten older, the, the natural tendencies of my body and my mind and the way that I think and the things that appeal to me um, kind of led me towards Ayurveda. And then when I saw the program put together and read some books and, and was exposed to it, it was like everything made sense. It was everything that I was looking for. Um, and all of a sudden, you know, I kind of realized that you can, you can have both and you can have that balance. So, um, I'm not sure where I'm going to go from here. I, you know, have a big goal always with my family to thrive. I don't want to live the typical Western life where you, you know, you get to the age of 50 and all of a sudden you have to have a knee replacement. And then, you know, you get to the age of 60 and, you know, you got to slow down and you can't do exercise and you can't go hiking and you can't, you know, it's that quality of life to me is not appealing. I, I want to live. I, you know, I tell um, a lot of my friends about me, they think I'm crazy that I think aging is optional. I really like that's something that I want to hold on to. Aging is optional. We don't have to follow that typical path, especially in the Western world. Um, and I would love to like prove people wrong and, and prove myself right in that. And so I really want my family to thrive and myself as well and to really like live a rich, full life. And so personally, I'm trying to figure out how to balance the two. Um, and then professionally, I would love to work in, in an area that combines both my love of um, natural health and mental and physical health and business as well, because I do still have that drive and I enjoy and enjoy those things as well. So um, we'll see where we go. I'm just going to keep taking the next right step and keep learning. And, and I'm excited to be here with all of you guys. I'm so excited. The class was so large. I thought, oh, maybe it's going to be like eight people. And it's so fun to have, I guess, I don't know, 20 some new friends. So I'm looking forward to meeting everybody. Yes, Kim, uh, very, very well said. Yes, let's have that, uh, you know, uh, age as an optional thing. <laughs> that aging, you know, and that's why we learn Ayurveda because, you know, Ayurveda gives the graceful aging. Aging is an unavoidable thing, but you can still have the option for the gracefulness. And I'm sure you will get that here. So 
uh, I, I mean, I would also wish like that, that I don't want to, you know, really age, age in that sense, the way you said, uh, 50 and then, you know, slow down and 60 knee replacement. No way, no way. We are not doing that. And that's why we are following Ayurveda. And the, the, the whole focus of Ayurveda anyway is to enhancement of life. And you will be learning this in today's class itself. So, yes, good, uh, good, uh, you know, I'm sure your your whole passion with that passion we have come to Ayurveda, which will absolutely help you to reach there. So now we have a crystal. And crystal, one another thing I would recommend, if you can write down your name, rather than, uh, you know, everyone, whichever name, the way you want to be called, if you can write the same thing on your, uh, where, you know, on the box where you can write your name, that will be always better. So, uh, Crystal, please go ahead, unmute yourself and, you know, give your introduction. Hi, I'm Crystal. Um, I'll, I'll, Google how to do that here in a second. I'm changing my name. This is my first Zoom meeting too. I'm really excited to be here. It's I'm. It makes me happy to hear uh, a lot of the things that I've heard this morning. I really it really resonates with me. Um, I'm here in Tacoma, Washington, just a little south of Seattle. Um, let's see. It's not raining, so that's good. I'm a community health nurse. Um, so I've worked in like psych units and schools and. Um, yeah, in homes uh, with ventilated patients. So I've always been in the, the community and I've kind of, um, I'm really passionate about wellness and being an RN for seven years, I've, I've just realized I'm working in a system that focuses so much on illness and just responding to illness. And so, um, yeah, the whole health as well um, that I just heard from one of my classmates that like, I really believe in that. And so that's, I'm here, my dream is to hopefully just share this ancient wisdom and create a healthier society overall. So yeah, hi everyone. <laughs> yes, welcome, welcome. And I, I think we all are resonating, you know, all the students uh, are resonating with each other and that's how we are in this class maybe, you know, uh, in according to the Vedic, uh, uh, teachings it is never anything happens just coincidentally it is always the reason behind that we do not see that reason but things are uh, whatever happens is all uh, you know programmed and that's how we meet each even we meet each other because of that so uh, yes crystal welcome and now we go to marita Hi everyone, I'm Marita. Um, I'm from Grace Lake, Illinois. So whoever is in Kenosha, I'm like half an hour away from you guys. And I'm very excited to meet everyone. Um, my background uh, is in business management and I've been working in the IT industry as an IT consultant, but I did grow up with Ayurveda. So I did have the, this influence from my family. My grandmother would take me outside and show me these different herbs and tell me what, you know, what it's for and what, it, what it's called. But at that time, I wasn't really interested like that. <laughs> and I took it for granted. So, but I did grow up with, you know, taking this herbal medicine 
with the Western medicine sometimes, you know, whatever, either or. Uh, but I didn't get into Ayurveda probably till 2016. That's where I really discovered the health benefits of it and how, you know, you can cure things using herbal medicine instead of <laughs> the Western medicine. So I started exploring and I did Western herbalism and I did some classes uh, of Ayurveda yoga, um, mantra meditation and things like that. Uh, so now I'm into um, an energy healing, QHHT hypnosis, and I do want to be an Ayurveda practitioner in the future and uh, really get seriously involved with this. And how I found out about AAA or AAA <laughs> is I went to Nama website and I was searching for these different schools. And since this is nearby and it really, I like the program. So I thought, you know, this will be a perfect opportunity because one thing that was missing for me was the clinical experience and I want to have that. And of course, uh, Dr. Rao's experience and the, the background, I thought this will be perfect for me to have a teacher like this. So I signed up for this class and I'm, I'm so excited to meet everyone. And I love all of your backgrounds and you know what you, why you were interested in Ayurveda. So I'm really looking forward uh, working with you and um, <laughs> learning in this class. So thank you. Thank you, Marita. Absolutely. You, we, we have, this program is actually, I always tell everyone that this program is a two-year program. Uh, but some, you know, we have to take steps and that's how it is one year. But, you know, you definitely we have the Ayurveda practitioner program as well. And which is like Ayurveda Wellness Council is the prerequisite for that Ayurveda practitioner. And most of the time, uh, most all, the, almost all students definitely never, uh, you know, always want to go to the Ayurveda practitioner program as well. So after Marita, we have Maisie. Hi everyone, my name is Maisie. I am in Chicago, Illinois. Um, what brought me here, um, a lot of research because I was looking at different uh, nutritionist programs and something was off like, one, I was like, I didn't really like the title of coach so much. I was like, that didn't really sit well with me. And I felt like they were missing something. And when I found Ananda, it just, I didn't even have to think about it much because it just made sense. Um, and also, um, I'm also in the IT industry and in the last five years, um, I did my yoga teacher training and somehow like my brain has switched where it doesn't really feel very, um, I think the analytical side is almost like it's not as fulfilling anymore for me to do that type of work. I still enjoy it, but it's not as fulfilling. So I want to explore things that are more creative, more down to earth. Um, I'm also doing a yoga nidra uh, program at, the, at, at this moment. I had the opportunity last um, in August and I'm doing yoga nidra as well. So I think in the future, I probably want to combine and create a practice where I offer yoga, yoga nidra and um, Ayurvedic 
healing um, to the Spanish community, especially. I am actually from Mexico. And so um, I want to offer it to the Spanish community as well. Very good, uh, Maisie. That's uh, really a good, you know, again, giving back to community, that nature, uh, which you are have thinking of. I mean, that is really a good act. That would be a good act. And uh, yeah, as I mentioned, uh, I had a lot of Spanish community uh, patients when, uh, uh, when I was practicing in uh, Miami area. So there is a huge interest uh, in Mexican people about Ayurveda and there are so many similarities also, the spices uh, and then the food things. So yes, this would really help there as well. So thank you. And then we move to Megan. Hello everyone. I am Megan Weller. I am out of Bloomington, Illinois. Um, I first learned about Ayurveda from Dr. Rao. I was a patient. Um, I was very off balance and I tried everything Western medicine. I tried all the, the testing that they ran out of things to help me with. So I, I um, sought out holistic medicine. Um, and that was just in the last year. And I've seen so many changes, so many benefits that I feel um, more focused and all of the, the great things. So I wanted to explore more and um, signed up for this course. I'm not sure where it will take me, um, maybe a career shift, but for right now, just um, learning more for myself and like friends and family. Thank you. Yes, it will take you to writing, Megan. So uh, welcome, welcome again. We, so we are three here in Bloomington, which is good, uh, which is really good. And we have so many IT people, see? That's a, another uh, thing, so that's wonderful. Uh, then we move to Paula. Paul, I think you are not, uh, you are muted yet. Can you unmute yourself, please? Just go to the, you know, at the bottom of the screen and there you will have a speaker um, sign and then just click that. Yes. Hi. 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 I'm sorry. I had video that stopped, so I didn't realize that it was my turn. <laughs> um, can you guys hear me okay? Well, yes. My name is, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, my name is Paula Rutan. I'm, I'm calling in from Northwest Arkansas. Uh, I'm originally from upstate New York, and I met my husband there. He was from LA, so we're we kind of moved in the middle of the country and uh, we started a business about 20 years ago and uh, we work in the corporate. Uh, I'm a graphic designer and uh, 3D designer and uh, my company is doing well. And uh, so they kind of ease, they're easing me out. And I realized that this time after traveling 
doing in about four years of yoga um, that things were just kind of leading me this way. Um, uh, I found that it was helping me tremendously. I've been able to help out some of my friends exponentially and uh, I realized um, a little knowledge can be a dangerous thing. So I really wanted to um, get a more uh, well-rounded um, education because uh, Think Paula uh, is frozen. That's fine. I think sometimes it happens when the connection is not. Uh, are you able to hear Paula, or it's only me? No, right. That's fine. Maybe her connection was, um, it's okay, no problem. Uh, okay, uh, so let's move on. And the next one we have, Rasa. Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Rasa. I live in uh, Lyons, Illinois. And originally from from Lithuania. Sorry. Can you hear me? It's okay. Oh, you come back. Yes, yes, we can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I can finish if she came back. Uh, maybe you finish, and then we will ask her again, right? Okay. Uh, Paula, let Rasa start because we lost you for a few minutes. So we let her finish, and then I'll come back to you again. Sounds good, yeah. Yeah, Lisa, please go. So uh, I learned uh, all my life, actually, I loved herbs, so I'm doing all kind of herbal teas and everything, and I was uh, working with essential oils too. Uh, I love all natural stuff. <laughs> and uh, uh, I moved here to America like 16 years ago. Now I am phlebotomist, uh, mobile phlebotomist working in nursing homes, uh, mental homes, rehabilitation homes. So I see a lot of sick people and uh, where right now Western medicine goes, I really don't like it. And I'm like protesting a lot of things. Maybe it's not good, but it is. So um, my dream is, I learned about Ayurveda maybe three years ago. And I, then I went to India two years ago. I even was looking for university over there. But still, I was afraid that maybe it's not for me. Maybe I'm not smart enough. Maybe I cannot do it and always money. And, uh, but right now, um, I'm fighting with myself. I'm fighting with my weight. Uh, what I'm doing, nothing helps. All tests, like, you know, blood tests and everything, everybody, everything says that everything is fine. But I know that something is not fine with me. So first, I need to work on myself. And I want to do everything. I want to go deep into Ayurveda and try everything on myself first. And then, actually, I really want to become a practitioner. And we'll see where it's going to go. 
So thank you so much. Thank you, absolutely. And we call Rasa as a, you know, she's one of the COVID fighters uh, because she really deal with many COVID patients. And, uh, but she's still keeping herself safe. So, which is good. So keep up that good thing, Rasa. All right, I will go back to Paula. Paula, you there, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Sorry about that. No, 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 to, no need to say sorry, but yeah, please continue. Um, I, I think, I think I, I basically uh, wanted to say I'm really excited to be here and uh, going forward. Um, I don't know, but um, I, I trust in um, this knowledge that it'll take me to wherever I need to go, um, whether it's a change, whether it's just to help more people. Um, I've seen tremendous things that, um, in the last couple of years, and I've actually used the herbs to help a few older people pass away that had dementia and um, anxiety. And I realized how important it was because it was helping me at the time. And uh, but I, I still I, I feel that a little knowledge can be a dangerous thing. So I've kind of pulled back on that until I really get a better sense of things, even though I, I, I've, I've read a lot, but I really would like to have this formal education and I'm, I'm really excited about it. But I'm, I'm usually, I'm a little on the nervous side, so I am excited. <laughs> yeah. I don't show it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no worries, absolutely. We all are excited and I'm excited to have you here as well. So Thank you. We will, sure, and we now move to uh, Sam. All right, good morning everyone, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, All right, great. Um, I am in Orland Park, Illinois, so southwest suburbs of Illinois. Um, I am currently a senior program manager at a third party meeting and event planning industry. Um, my background is hospitality and events, so absolutely no uh, medical background whatsoever. Um, the industry that I'm currently in is uh, kind of all up in the air, so this is just a really pivotal time for me. I'm really interested in learning more about um, how I can turn my kitchen and backyard into a pharmacy and um, cooking and using some of the tools and education that I get here into possibly integrating that into events when that turns around and um, seeing how I can kind of segue um, my education here and possibly into events. Um, I, am, I like to practice yoga, meditation, so I'm finding more of a balance with the crazy corporate world and um, the, uh, um, the nature. So just kind of excited to be here, going with the flow, not really sure where it's going to take me, um, but I'm open to so many possibilities. I'm really excited to learn from Dr. Rout and from all of you. So excited to be here. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and I'm sure you will again find that, you know, we will be able to apply this whole knowledge uh, and you know, the, the one which you want to do and uh, transform that knowledge in your events and those other things. So, yes, welcome, Sam. And now we move uh, to Shri. 
Hello, everyone. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes. Oh, hi. Hello. Uh, my name is Sri. Sri Haritam. And I, I came from India like 17 years, years ago. Uh, to, I'm currently, I live in Chicago, Illinois. And I did my bachelor's degree in chemistry. Last year, I graduated from uh, Northeastern Illinois University. And uh, I want to become a doctor. So I have been exploring my options, like uh, what kind of doctor I want to be. So I have applied to medical schools, DO schools, and also since I'm an Indian, I'm, uh, I started off finding my roots. So Ayurveda is born in India, so I never went back to India, but I still, mm, I am in, interested in Ayurveda so that it can teach me a natural way of healing rather than um, medication. Because a lot of people that I have met and came across of are tired of use, uh, using uh, uh, Western medication because they have a lot of uh, side effects and everything. So I want to, for those kind of people, I want to be able to learn something from Ayurveda and uh, teach them uh, or uh, help them heal their um, natural uh, diseases or, uh, or control like uh, diabetes. Uh, through Ayurveda and help them stay well and healthy. Thank you. Thank you, Sri. And I'm so glad that before entering in medical uh, school, you want to learn this holistic uh, science, which is really good. I wish uh, there would should be this component to all medical schools, and then people would really develop a good integrative approach while treating their patients. So welcome. And so we move from Sri to Stephanie. Okay. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Yes. Hi, everybody. Um, it's been wonderful hearing everybody's stories. Um, I'm really excited to be here and to meet all of you. And I really, um, relate to a lot of the things that everybody said. So um, I'm really happy to be here. I live in Cincinnati. Um, I first was introduced to Ayurveda probably 12 years ago uh, when I first moved to Cincinnati and I got involved in doing an Ayurvedic cleanse, a 28 day cleanse. Um, and that was my first introduction and I loved the way I felt after it. And I loved what I had learned. And I do that cleanse every year now for 12 years. And I ended up taking my yoga training um, from, that, from that teacher. So I have a 200 hour Hatha certification. Um, but what I do for a living is I work in corporate world as well. Um, my family, my brother and I, and my, my dad, we run a sales office. So I, I call on the corporate world. We sell packaging um, products. Um, and so, um, that's a little bit of my background. Um, you know, what made me sign up for Ayurveda for this training? Um, I've just always loved it and I've wanted to learn more. I feel like I've just dipped my toe in to this vast ocean of Ayurveda and I really want to submerge myself. Um, but even more so the last five years have been pretty challenging. Um, I've dealt with a lot of health issues in my family. So my partner, my boyfriend of 12 years is a cluster headache sufferer, which is a very rare um, condition. 
And so we've been to many, many neurologists and I've just not been happy with, with what we've been able to, you know, with the pills and, and everything that he's been through. Um, and so I'm hoping maybe to get some more tools or answers through Ayurveda to help him. Um, also, my mother suffered two strokes back in 2018. And so I do a lot of caretaking for her. But she was in and out of the hospital for six months and then in a nursing facility and she couldn't talk. And so I spent the night there with her and advocated. My family did. There's my cat, Vinny. Um, so I learned a lot. I kind of got thrown into Western medicine because my mom had diabetes, um, you know, the strokes. I just met with so many doctors um, over the last few years. Um, and again, I just wasn't happy. I mean, I, I'm very appreciative for everything that Western medicine has done because it really saved her life. But so much of this could have been prevented um, through just daily, you know, diet and just the way you live your life. Um, and then also I've been thrown a lot in the addiction world because somebody very close to me is uh, an alcoholic and an addict. So I've learned a lot about um, the, that disease. And I feel that Ayurveda has um, a lot of answers there that I want to learn more about because maybe I can help, um, help myself learn, you know, for better health for myself, but also for, for my family. Um, and then maybe in the future for other people too. I don't know exactly where this path is taking me, but I keep coming back to Ayurveda because it's a passion. And so maybe down the line, I'll, I'll start to move out of that business and maybe start a new business. So thank you. Um, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. That's, uh, that's what, uh, you know, Ayurveda would take you there. Absolutely. Thank you, uh, Stephanie. And now we move to Susan. Good morning. Can you hear Good me? Good morning. Yes, we can hear you. Yeah. Hi. Um, well, I'm noticing, I'm sure I'm the oldest one here. Um, and um, I'm, I'm, I think I told Dr. Rout I'm nervous and you can hear it in my voice now. But um, a little bit about me. I have a, a longer story than everyone else. I, um, I would say probably around 2005, um, I started on a spiritual quest. And since then, have just done many, many things. But um, I'd always been very athletic, um, marathons, triathlons. Um, fueling my body has always been important. And I've been very, very um, attuned to how my body responds. So, and I think marathon training um, also, um, you have to be pretty, pretty in tune. And uh, your body goes through a lot. Anyway. Um, I was, I changed careers. I was a business major and I was in management for years and I cha changed careers to, uh, got a master's degree in education and early childhood and I started teaching. So I taught for um, 18 years, just retired due to um, a cancer diagnosis. Um, I was diagnosed in 2015 with esophageal and stomach cancer. And it really came as a shock to people who knew me and to, you know, to myself. I just never thought I would have, have laid the groundwork for that disease to grow. 
So um, I just jumped right into, right headfirst into chemotherapy, radiation. I was stage three, so I kind of felt I had to do that to, to save my life and um, had a extensive surgeries and started doing, um, you know, of course that came with eating and swallowing issues and I would um, see, you know, they would send me to a nutritionist and honest to goodness, I, I knew more than they did. And I, they, the things they were telling me to do and I just, it was, I was so defeated and I ended up seeing, um, seeking out an Ayurvedic counselor who was actually a, a student of Dr. Routes. And um, I had been exposed to it before because of yoga teacher training. And um, it was really helpful and really beneficial. And I started following um, some of the practices and I became, started becoming interested in it. Then I had a two years, I had a, my body started attacking itself. Um, it, my platelets, um, it's an autoimmune disorder that they can't, they don't know why it's happening, but my platelets would literally drop down to zero. So again, back in the, you know, care of Western doctors and um, eventually had my spleen removed last year and did well. And now I'm back to weekly injections to try to keep my platelets up. And I'm not happy with that. I, I just feel there's, there has to be something I can do. And um, I, I, I'm very, I mean, I, I exercise, um, meditate, I'm finishing up my yoga teacher training, and I feel I'm ready now to explore that, you know, what I can do to continue with the quality life. I actually do have a quality <laughs> of life. It's, it's pretty good. I'm pretty active and I'm, you know, aside from this, I'm pretty healthy. But um, I ultimately hope to have a practice and reach out and help cancer survivors. And even those that, you know, I mean, of course, pre-cancer, but my focus will be because I was so, I've been so limited. There really isn't that much offered in the way of, you know, holistic treatment. So anyway, I think that's it. Oh, I, I, I'm in the Western suburbs of Chicago. I lived for 30 years in the, uh, on the South side, South suburbs. And I just moved back to the Western suburbs of Chicago, Illinois. And I'm super excited. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Susan. Yes, and I'm sure Again, Ayurveda and this specific knowledge would help you to understand, you know, what is happening in body and how really we should deal with that. So you absolutely, I wish that you would definitely be able to, you know, get yourself free completely uh, from the, what you're fighting with. Right. Yeah. Welcome. And then we have Vijaya. Hello everyone. My name is Vijaya Lakshmi. I'm originally from India. I currently live in on the north side of Chicago. I've always been very interested in Ayurveda and I'm actually planning to go to medical schools and I'm in the process of applying and I'm hoping to use um, the knowledge I get from Ayurveda to maybe apply it into uh, the I mean, medical schools in some way or the other and if um, plan, um, things go differently I might come back and, and um, 
continue with uh, learning Ayurveda and become a Ayurvedic doctor someday. And I'm looking forward to an exciting class. Thank you. Thank you, Vijaya. And you didn't tell where are you located? Oh, my the north, the north side of Chicago. Right. And I'm sure I wish, yes, you would be able to do the Ayurveda doctor program also. We uh, look forward to having that, you know, your enthusiasm and you would be able to accomplish absolutely whichever way you would go. So welcome. And since I have been, you know, I was telling you that we have international students and no one still internationally you would see, but now I'm really telling you. So next student is Vincent and Vincent is joining. Let him tell where he's joining from. Hello, everyone. Um, can you all hear me well? Yes. Uh, my name is Vincent. I'm from Montreal, Canada originally. Uh, now I live in the Peruvian jungle in the Amazon for the past five years. So this is where we are. Um, I have quite an eclectic mix of studies and work experiences, uh, from fine arts to teaching to all. Uh, and then I left all that corporate world behind um, nine years ago-ish to become a deep sea saturation diver. So I've worked for several years in uh the bottom of the sea all over the world really and um i started doing sports at five six years old playing soccer then ice hockey then i discovered martial arts as a teenager so i've been very active i'm a very fiery type of person um and um and then discovered yoga um in my late teens started a regular practice in my mid-20s um, and then decided to make yoga teaching uh, my career about uh, four years ago. And so I just feel uh, Ayurveda as the sister science of yoga is going to help me deepen my practice, essentially. So those are the, the reasons why I'm here. Yeah, wonderful. Your, uh, you know, your uh, surrounding was really wonderful. Vincent was the first one to join, uh, you know, today on zoom and i'm sorry you have to speak the last but that is just because of we so <laughs> and uh, we were i mean i i heard that those beautiful uh, birds chirping in the when i first you know when you came first and so i know you are in the beautiful place there and here we have the whole class with uh, such a great diversity and it will be our definitely interesting uh, to be all together and joining uh, you know here on uh, zoom so again welcome everyone and thank you for your patient listening i know we have a but this is a time when we really need to do the interaction and uh, you know have to introduce each other so uh, absolutely thank you again for your patient listening and this was really a good uh, session I think of having to know each other well so from here we now uh, start the class and uh, since this is a first day of a class uh, we would do the inauguration earlier whenever we have always done this inauguration on the first day of the class but we would always have some you know chief guest and then we will do the actual formal inauguration 
but some today uh, you know we again because of covid we all are here on air so i will take this opportunity to lit a lamp of uh, and start uh, the class officially so i want you to follow me here and uh, what i'm going to do is we have uh lord dhanvantari so lord dhanvantari is a lord of uh, in ayurveda we believe he is the god of uh, you know god of everyone like god of health basically and so we have this uh, his uh, statue here and we will be learning uh, we have his uh, frame here and uh, we will be uh, learning more about lord dhanvantari but at this time i'm going to a little lamp and officially uh, inaugurate this that the program is started and we seek uh, blessings from uh, lord dhanvantari that uh, give us a courage to learn and uh, really uh, understand the whole process of healing and give that uh, you know you could see he has a, a pot in his hand and that is filled with nectar so give that nectar of uh, healing to us so we could give and learn ourselves and give it back to everyone and uh, with that uh, you know uh, with that wish i'm going to him and uh, seeking his blessing not only for myself but to all my students and uh, i'm going to chant one mantra so please uh, join me i mean you can um, listen and i know you may not be familiar with this mantra but uh, uh, it's a i will explain the meaning of mantra later but let me uh, just chant this mantra om asatoma satkamaya tamasoma jyotirkamaya mrutya राइट Thank you, and officially this program is started now. So we uh, have done uh, this inauguration, and uh, now we will really start the class. So before again, I start the class. This mantra, which I I just said, was about uh, you know the meaning of that mantra uh, is that asatoma sadgame, which means uh, you know take me from the untruth to the truth, the final truth, uh, then. tamasoma jyotirgamaya tamas means uh, darkness and from that darkness to take me to the uh, light and then the third is mrutyorma amrutam gamaya which means the mrutyu means death so from death to tell me take me to the immortality amruta is the nectar which gives you the immortality and uh, well that's what we wish here uh, and you will understand that the whole existence how ayurveda understands as a human existence what is the human existence for ayurveda uh, all that what you are going to learn today and now in coming classes also 
so now officially we start the class all right anybody has any question please feel free to unmute yourself and uh, i see the hand raised here already so alex please go ahead and unmute yourself and ask your question yeah hi uh thank you for that um could you uh, repeat what you said, um, whose God that name was, please? So uh, you want, uh, say that again, who is? Uh, uh, the, the name. I okay. Yeah, his name, okay. Uh, he's a Lord Dhanvantari. Lord Dhanvantari. And uh, I will be, you know, uh, absolutely, we will be talking uh, on that. Uh, so uh -huh. you will get, and you will get to see everything. And we, in today's class itself, we will be talking on that. So okay. uh, you will get more details about that. So don't worry, absolutely. Okay, cool, thank you. Uh, all right, and you will get this, uh, you know, uh, whole, uh, in our class notes also, it is going to be there. The picture of uh, Lord Dhanvantari would be there. And uh, I'm going to give you the class notes also. So uh, as I have, uh, I think I have mentioned each one of you that we always start the class, uh, I mean, now onwards, whether I'm teaching or any other faculty is teaching, uh, this is uh, typically we, what we would always follow, that we would do meditation. We would do a little bit breath work. We will chant Om, uh, you know, take a deep breath in, and then while exhaling out, we are going to say Om. And then... Uh, on the third ohm, we will exhale out and then we just continue uh, into the into meditation. And uh, we do always 11 minute and 11 second meditation. So I want you to, you know, sit back, relax, and I'm going to sit here also. Uh, so we could all do the meditation. I'm sure you all are aware uh, of meditation, how to do uh, meditation. And even if you are not, uh, we will be learning more about meditation also, but not today. I want you to simply sit wherever you are, relax uh, completely, and focus on your breath. So even if you could do that, and I'm putting this timer on, uh, 11 minutes and 11 seconds are counting now. What we are going to do first is we are going to uh, take a deep breath in, and uh, then while exhaling off, uh, we will say mantra, uh, we will just chant Om. And then we will take again the deep breath in and again exhale by saying chanting Om. And then that's how we will do three times. And after that, we will continue our meditation. Uh, as I said already, the timer is on. Once the timer goes up, we will know that our time is done. And then we will go class. So let's uh, sit tall wherever you're sitting and close your eyes. Keep your feet flat on ground, your shoulders completely relaxed and your focus on your breath. So with this and the you know, attention on breath, we inhale uh, Take a deep breath.
let's go and start with an again um, warm welcome uh, to awc program and uh, ayurveda wellness counselor program uh, not only from me but from the entire team of uh, aaa that is ananda ayurveda academy as uh, i was telling you um, that we actually hold a, a very good professional people came together to found this ananda ayurveda academy because of our passion uh, all our um, you know the focus was that they all were in their profession very well settled but there was some desperate need to give back to community and that's how all our faculties are they have their uh, own you know businesses or uh, own uh, offices but they still feel that uh, this is a very esteemed knowledge which should be shared with community with students so many people would come and with that our mission and that's why our mission becomes to provide students with the authentic uh, ayurveda knowledge and the best quality of education in ayurvedic medicine now uh, as i would of course ayurveda is a holistic science so the focus will be on achieving wellness and holistic healing and uh, that's what we do as a aspect of healing but another one very important thing i would like to focus here on and that is because relatively again relatively this science is new to united states many time what is what has been happening is people uh, i mean it happens with every country when you know and with every science or very every subject when it migrates from the place and then it goes somewhere else uh, in initial days it becomes get pretty much uh, what you call it, call it as a you know little bit diluted and which is not really a good thing so the authentic knowledge is really our focus to maintain that authenticity of ayurveda in north america really became our focus because it is not, it is absolutely unfair for any science to just because it is moving and going to somewhere else uh you know then its origin country then it should be just adopted with whatever the suitability is there of course you can adopt uh, ayurveda the way it is but it's still necessary what is the authenticity that has to be kept well and that's what uh, we are starving here for and that's what we will give it to our students and that is a commitment absolutely you might have heard this that uh, at blinken uh, we are in the land of lincoln here so at blinken had mentioned that commitment what transforms promise into reality and that's why yes it is our commitment and that's what will take you to success so here we are committing to give you the real authentic ayurvedic knowledge and not just uh, home remedies or something uh, which is many times just been given uh, on the name sake of ayurveda so we would learn that and obviously when we are talking about the commitment and success uh, let's actually it is necessary to even start with the program name and i want to share this story with you 
that why we even call this program as ayurveda wellness counselor you might have seen um, people talk about um, you know ayurveda consultant ayurveda this ayurveda that but here uh, we choose to say the program name as ayurveda wellness counselor that wellness has definitely some meaning so why this name and why only wellness and not just uh, ayurveda health counselor or ayurveda consultant or ayurveda something something so let's take a deeper look here and let's understand what is the actual meaning of wellness so if you see the word wellness is actually uh, in a dictionary if you open up a dictionary and it says that it is something which is very focused for achieving its potential to the complete extent so you are doing that process which is maybe coming from it could be anything it's not necessary that only health health becomes still one part but when we say wellness wellness is actually the wholeness it is all about wholeness and it could be from many directions it not just the health but it could be uh and i can show you uh, it could be actually would have even eight dimensions to that wellness so to achieve that those eight dimensions you need to uh, and that's the reason why we say you know it is ayurveda wellness counselor because we believe that once ayurveda really enters in your life it all these eight dimensions can be achieved at the level of wellness so wellness as i was telling you really creates that you know achieving wellness is really a conscious self directed and evolving process of achieving full potential so if you want to really attack not just the health again i'm repeating this it's not just the health but actually achieving the full potential at at all these eight levels and i want you to take this little bit deeper look at this uh, and you could see i have uh, on the slide you could see this that there is a circle and there are eight small circles and these each uh, of these small circles uh, they actually present what these eight dimensions could be so uh, as we see here of course the obviously very very truly first thing could be the physical potential so physical potential could be still there and someone would say but that is health of course but ayurveda doesn't believe that only the physical health is all about everything because we believe starts everything begins first that we believe ourselves as a complex of body mind and soul so this is the complex of whatever your existence is itself is a complex of this trinity and there is much more deeper into that which we will be diving in but at this point only physical wellness we are not seeing and that will definitely be there so physical wellness then comes the even the social wellness so ayurveda gives you those etiquettes of 
have you to be not just for yourself but when you go into the social mannerism and the so you know in the community how socially you should behave that is also one aspect and which you will be learning in our um, module number 106 so that part will come there as well then uh, we go to the you know occupational uh, wellness as i was telling this to john remember john said that i'm a firefighter and always see all these things and i don't know where i'm going from here uh, after taking uh, this knowledge and i said remember every every you may be from whichever profession you could be everyone can actually implement their whole ayurveda knowledge into their current professional uh, in any their whatever the current profession they may be having i have seen always many students and you would uh, you know you would be surprised and you would be astonished to see that how these i mean i have been always like in initial days i would think that how what he could do or she could do by uh, you know uh, knowing this knowledge but i have always seen they have successfully implemented that knowledge in their field so we had this uh, you know chef professional culinary chef and he is applying his whole knowledge for creating and actually is planning to have a, a ayurvedic restaurant so that's how it could be you know happening there and then i even know someone who has her own boutique and she is creating all this fabric liner with the, you know which color is good for vata which color is good for pitta and coming up with the different designs and i know uh, paula here is a designer uh, you see you can still apply that and give that kind of create that kind of a design there and give that um, you know that approach that uh, that point uh, which could serve the health of well being of somebody else uh, so it is that is also possible so and if you are already a nurse practitioner and doing already in the work in that that can be also possible those who are already doctors and we do have the some mds uh, not in this class but uh, in previous classes uh, they they would use right away the whole knowledge with their patients so it is going to give you the wellness of that of occupation also it ayurveda is going to help you there as well then the financial thing financial thing is of course you would definitely be more superior uh, or you would have your own niche you would have your distinguishing factor as ayurveda would be with you right and uh, then the environmental so this is something uh, very uh, important for us to know that how much environmental health is so much necessary now especially with this covid going on and this pandemic is going on uh, how much we have to be so careful uh, with all the things and uh, environment really matters there this is somehow it has been there are many theories about covid and people are saying that to some extent uh, over utilization and over taxing our environment we have created this problem it is also been said that the second wave is coming and not just the wave is coming uh, again not that they are saying that not just oh covid is coming again but it could be something very dangerous uh, such as 5g or anything again there are many uh, 
conspiracy theories i don't know uh, exactly what it is what is the true and what is false and whatever it is but the environmental health is necessary we know global warming is happening and uh, to protect ourselves ayurveda really gives so many environmental uh, things in fact in your 1012 you will have little glimpse of understanding that how the environmental science has been mentioned in ayurveda just to give you a quicker reference in charaka samhita which is the actual textbook of ayurveda uh it in the chapter of uh, in the section of a vimanasthan uh and the chapter third chapter uh, acharya charaka uh, the great sage acharya charaka actually talks about pandemics and how to save the pandemic and depending upon where the infection could be and what could be the possibilities and how which uh, sort of uh, precaution we should take all are mentioned in that section so uh, and again not only when it happens as a pandemic uh, but otherwise also we have to preserve our environment because uh, we are a part of that environment so we have to preserve that then coming to the spiritual aspect i think i don't have to even speak about it we just did the meditation and you know all of us felt so better uh after doing meditation so that spiritual aspect definitely grows you, when you understand you as a really spiritual being and not just a physical body which will be uh explained to you again in this class also we have this uh, opportunity to understand uh, that thing you will definitely would agree with me that the spirituality would really uh, enhance after understanding ayurveda and then we come to the the intellectually also the wellness would be there again not just that ayurveda gives the herbs but gives such a certain certain uh, lifestyle changes which lifestyle changes really helps to cognitive uh, you know potential to increase your cognitive potential and that's how it is a wellness about the intellectual thing uh, and then we come to the emotional aspect again mind and emotion and those games you might have seen uh, in your life that how much it is all connected so obviously uh, that is something which you may would absolutely understand about that this is how all these different paths or dimensions of wellness are important and we believe that yes ayurveda has this potential to give those all different dimensions to your life and that's why uh, a team decided that yes we should call this as a ayurveda wellness counselor because you will be teaching and counseling people with this so uh, you know i see here um, uh, it's 10:30 which is actually 2 hours can't believe that suddenly we have completed 2 hours also well i have this uh to present here but at the same time i have to uh, follow the rules as well so because it is a two hours now we will take a short break of 10 minutes uh 10 15 minutes and i want you to come back by um you know 10:45 central time and that is uh, whatever your respective time could be so let's take a quick short break and then come again and complete this and start the uh you know 
on you know, 101. So I am going to uh, pause the recording, and uh, you also feel free uh, to you know you can get get up and go want to go somewhere and resume recording. And I will start sharing my screen uh, as well. All right. <clears throat> so uh, we were we are learning, uh, you know, understanding our uh, what are the policies and uh, what are the what we are going to learn today. And so uh, we did uh, this presentation here till why the name Ayurveda Wellness Counselor. I hope you have understood that well. So now we move further, and uh, we are why we are now we know how you are what will be your main focus here and what we are making you ready for let's take a look at that and so the very first thing that graduate will be able to do that is determine and analyze clients unique doshic constitution so you may think what is this doshic uh, word stands for and basically that is also you're going to learn now so i'm not going to tell you at this point of time but ayurveda definitely is all individualized medicine and so the constitution the psychophysiological genetic makeup of ayurveda really is a big part of ayurvedic treatment and so you will be able to know and analyze somebody else uh, doshik uh, you know determine the uh, doshik constitution then you would be also able to take the history taking, which is a so important part, unless until you know what you, that person suffering from, and there is an art of history taking, so that you will be able to do. And you will be able to give the, of course, the guidelines uh, for, you know, for consultation, which will be on, uh, very first thing is, food recommendation. So the diet recommendation, according to Ayurveda, what type of diet is recommended, that thing, then the lifestyle changes. Uh, then also the daily routine, what could be the daily routine person would have, you will be uh, knowing that. Then exercise as well as uh, yoga poses and the breathing techniques on uh, you know also that is called pranayam so the breathing techniques uh, are known as pranayam those who are already yoga teacher uh, or perform yoga they are aware of these things but we will still be going in the so you will be learning more than there as well as the meditation and then comes the you will be able to also give the simple simple ayurvedic spices and herbs and then offer guidelines uh, on the external Ayurvedic uh, therapies. So those who are massage therapists, already the licensed massage therapists, they would be able to actually implement their this Ayurvedic massage therapy uh, knowledge. And we will have the workshops for that. And uh, certain, not that everything will be, but at this level, certain uh, certain procedures will be taught there you will be we will be doing actually hands-on uh, on that and so the question comes that okay this is what you will be we are making you ready for now how do we achieve this so let's take a one program overview 
that which classes, which modules uh, would be there and when they would be. So the whole uh, Ayurveda Wellness Counselor uh, certification is basically is a very good in-class theory and uh, practical hands-on. Well, I know we are not meeting here uh, in person, but uh, believe me, we have this, you know, it is beautifully arranged that even if we are uh, so many different places at this time and connected via Zoom, we still have this opportunity to do certain practical things. And you will soon let, uh, you know, once we start the classes, you would know how we are going to do that. But it is that blend. And uh, upon completion of this, you will be awarded the Ayurveda Wellness Counselor. So when we talk about the, uh, you know, program overview, it is extremely important to know about the curriculum. And that's what uh, I would like to talk about because uh, as you would see here, and if you can see my cursor, right? Uh, so the, you know, student learning really depend upon three things. One is of course curriculum, then the instruction. So how that curriculum is being implemented and how that is being taught. So that's the another main thing. And then the assessment part. So what is the meaning of assessment part is the instruction can be given theoretically, right? So that theoretical approach is there already, but you need to have the assessment approach also. So I always tell this to my students that Ayurveda, well, people think, okay, Ayurveda is a spiritual knowledge and all those things. Of course it is true. But at the same time, please remember Ayurveda is a, clinical science it is a clinical science you are dealing with real person you're dealing with you know uh, the real people who are uh, suffering from something so that's how ayurveda is a clinical science and that's why we need to know what could be the assessment method and that assessment method comes as a internship also but first let's take about the curriculum so talking about the theoretical curriculum, which has been developed for Ananda Ayurveda Academy, is basically based on uh, the guidelines which are being given by WHO. You might, might have uh, aware of this fact that WHO recognizes Ayurveda and this uh, recognition uh, was given by WHO long time back, almost in 1977 or 79 at that time, like it's almost 30 more, more than 50 years now, uh, or around 50 years, I would say, that the special recognition is being given to Ayurveda. For the global health, what we really need is Ayurveda. And that was not my, I mean, it is not my statement, but I'm telling you this was uh, WHO statement. So they created certain branch mark uh, standards and uh, our curriculum follows that branch mark standard. So you have that and also uh, you know there are many modules as we have already said 12 modules are actually for the theoretical thing and um, other module modules will be hands-on thing but uh, we don't have only teaching part we do the actually experiential learning part as well as asset assessment part also and that's why sometimes it is academic, academically challenging, but believe me, it would be rewarding. I have seen always 
all the students feeling so happy when they apply that. And in the beginning, you may struggle a little bit to understand the concept, but once the concept is clear, uh, you would feel that rewarding feeling. And uh, it is intellectually stimulating also and absolutely competitive uh, because you want to do your best. It is not the competition with someone else, but it is the competition with your own self. So that's uh, how uh, we will have this, um, the whole curriculum is being arranged. There are some prerequisite information. As I said, and you all are uh, already have passed that phase. So that's why you are in the program. Uh, and as I said, you know, basic uh, thing which we just keep is the high school um, or diploma or the graduation equivalent to that. And uh, so we, we do not really expect anything from you that you need not to have any type of previous Ayurveda knowledge is not at all required. You know, you, you could be completely uh, as unaware of anything as you, know, you could be, but that really doesn't matter. But one thing we definitely do tell you that some aspect of uh, anatomy physiology is necessary. Again, that is not a prerequisite. I am repeating here, that is not a prerequisite. It is actually a co-requisite. The meaning of co-requisite is that you have to uh, complete uh, the six college uh, grade uh, level, uh, A&P is anatomy and physiology uh, program, and that should be certification and six credit units uh, should be there. And uh, if you are already a paramedic or if you are already in the healthcare system or you are done, maybe you have done uh, massage therapy and in that curriculum, you have learned that. So if that is there, then that is absolutely fine. You do not really have to do that and you can get the exemption on this. Uh, but if you are not or if you do not have any background and you really want to learn that, then that is also available. This is something which you do all by yourself. And we recommend the course to be taken at this uh, website is being given and you don't, uh, you know, don't worry about copying all that you will be getting this. So I'm just giving you the information. So everything will be given to this. So I will put this, um, you know, web link and everything you would get. But those again, who have not completed uh, or do not have any kind of background, uh, of anatomy and physiology, then we really recommend that they should complete this. Some of you have already completed this. Uh, I remember those who have taken admission way before, uh, they have already approached school and they just ask like, what should we do till the class begins? And we have given already them that, okay, the best thing which you could just get it done and finish, well, this will not be needed till the end of your class. So you have whole 12 months to complete 10, 12 months to complete uh, this assignment. And uh, so, you know, 10 months are sufficient. There is a self phase. You just read and give uh, the small, small test on that. And then you get the ultimately the certification. Uh, they do charge something 60 to $90 uh, and it's only one time fee and you can do it all by yourself. Uh, take your time. It's a good idea to 
need to know about uh, basics of anatomy and physiology. So you're not uh, completely new uh, when we will be teaching assessment and certain other clinical aspects. So that's, uh, that's what we would need from you. And again, as I said, I will be giving this uh, website link and everything. So don't worry about that. The another thing uh, which I was uh, going to talk was about uh, these uh, options which you have. And uh, I know most of you have already chosen this professional or regular student option, uh, which will, you know, the regular student, student option has to do is there is a, a has to attend all the classes, has to uh, take the quizzes, has to complete the homework. There is a lab work, excuse me. Uh, there is also, uh, there would be certain other requirements uh, such as, um, you know, client interaction, uh, research paper, uh, then many such uh, smaller things. Uh, and I will be talking, you know, walking you through all in each one of them. But there is one another option also available, which is called as an audit option. So there are people uh, who are, really learning Ayurveda only for their knowledge and they are really not interested in getting the certification as a counselor. So for them also we keep this option open and they can actually choose the audit track and audit track can take them there. Uh, they would get to attend the classes but they really do not have to do the uh, exam or the homework or the lab work or uh, any assessment or anything, uh, any any th those kind of things. So, um, well, they will not get the counselor certificate as well. But there are people like that, and so if you any if you know anyone and who is interested and who is really uh, afraid of taking quizzes and not really wanting to take, it's not the afraid, but they are like. A, uh, in there already, um, there are people who definitely want to do that this way. They are not going to actually go and go out and do the practice. So if you know them, uh, still the enrollment is open with this COVID. We have kept the enrollment open till the next class. So if you by chance, if you know someone and who is interested, you can still direct them to the school. Uh, then we come to the you know, the level one program, AWC program, of course, we call this as a level one because as I said, Ayurveda is a huge thing. It's not a single, simple, small aspect. It is a, as you would see, I mean, you know, nine, uh, it took me at least after graduation, high school graduation, nine years to complete my MD. So you can understand how much deeper out there it's an ocean of knowledge. But we would be still learning uh, some basic uh, things. And so the whole curriculum uh, is being developed uh, with focus of four major treatment aspects of Ayurveda. And so the very first treatment aspect is Ahara, which means diet. Then the Vihara, which means lifestyle. Uh, then also the achara, that is behavior. So behavioral medicine is also a part of Ayurveda. And then the vichara, which means the thinking process. So with this all four in our focus, uh, keeping these four petals of the flower in focus, the whole 
further teaching would happen. And I'm going to share the curriculum, obviously. Uh, and so what we will have, the very first class is of fundamental principles of Ayurveda, which we will be learning today and tomorrow, right? And we will be also understanding uh, the dosha and uh, I mean, the second class would be about the Ayurvedic physiology. So Ayurveda has its own different physiology and we will be uh, learning that different physiology uh, all about the bodily thing. And that's why I said you need not have to know that, but you, what you just need to know that general, whatever conventional physiology could be, uh, and that to a very basic, um, you know, six credits for, for that. Rest everything about the Ayurveda. We will take care of everything. You are already signed up for knowing all those things. So in second and uh, module third, we would talk more about the physiology as well as the internal structure and how the physiological processes happen, how the tissues, the metabolic system, the ojas and everything will be understood at the level of uh, the class module, second and third. Then we move on to the subtle anatomy of Ayurveda, where we cover the whole uh, aspect of psychology. And that psychology part comes 104. I know we have Alex who is already learning uh, the health, uh, mental health thing, and he will be, uh, I mean, and everybody will always get excited when learning about mind. So that will be covered in 104. So we actually divide also a whole curriculum in a four section. So what, what are these four sections are? That first section is about all that anatomy and physiology and the fundamental principles. Then comes the second section, which are different tools which are given to you. And by giving those different tools, you get ready actually as a counselor. So the second segment of the curriculum comes where we teach you about, again, the food sciences. What Ayurveda believes about the food sciences, how to cook, and there we will have even the webinars, how to, the cooking webinar will also happen and the, we will have that hands-on thing there. Uh, we will also have the Ayurveda lifestyle approach. So how, what, what are the means and methods by which healthy living uh, is possible by Ayurveda? So that will we will learn. And then in 107, we will be learning more about the yoga. So this is a full-fledged class, 20-hour class on yoga, where we will also learn about the whole yoga as a whole thing, not just yoga as exercise. I don't want to tell you everything and you uh, will learn that, of course, but uh, it is, uh, again, uh, a pretty deep knowledge about whole yogic, not just the yogic philosophy, but the whole yoga as a science. And then uh, the, the fourth tool in this modality is the herbs, the spices, the one which we can use as a medicine. I know when we say medicine, typically the picture comes as, uh, you know, the pharmaceutical drug. And so people get uh, really, uh, you know, more cautious that you know, we don't want to even hear, hear the word medicine, but I'm talking about completely 
natural uh, ayurvedic herbs which are made very naturally uh, and developed also the formulations are also made very considering all its main ingredient to be kept well and no chemical processes are there in for uh, developing that and so that those um, medications or those herbs which we will be learning in 108 and then we come to the uh, the third segment of the curriculum now this third segment is focused basically on the actual clinical assessment and the more practical approach of applying ayurveda so these are the tools and then you have the assessment criterias so those different clinical assessment criterias will be taught here we really teach this class basically more for to make you ready for second year because the first year is still focused on the preventative measures we really do not talk about much of the disease aspect and then the second level even you go into that where the disease approaches disease aspect is being uh, introduced so just even before you go and start learning about disease aspect you need to have that assessment techniques or those uh, uh, methodology where you could actually see the client that will be taught in this class so that is for the 109 then another very cornerstone about the ayurvedic treatment is called panchakarma some of you may have even undergone panchakarma and you know how much profound it is and how it is really good for having uh, your complete change uh, of body it is also called as sometimes known as kaya kalpa where by just performing uh, certain things you change you bring certain shift in your body so that is known as panchakarma and you will be uh, you will introduce get introduced about that panchakarma in 1010 and then we come to the uh, the module which is absolutely based upon ayurvedic healing wellness uh, solutions which could be you would be dealing in this uh, you could be learning in this uh, class particularly certain very simple uh, diseases very simple i would not even call it as a diseases i would say simple conditions which can be easily treated by using the simple simple herbs which could be just be used from the our spices you know or certain simple modalities which could be used so that will give you while giving the counseling someone you will have these tools and how to apply all those tools and then comes the third uh, segment of the uh, fourth segment of the curriculum and in this fourth segment the whole focus will be on more basically for the the clinical aspect of it so we all also be teaching the practice and business management ayurvedic practice and business management and also we'll be doing real hands on you will have an opportunity uh, to actually interact with clients and we will be completing uh, at least 50 client encounters i will talk more about it uh, as you see here as the 14th module becomes the india internship uh, visit again this is at first year level this is completely optional this is not compulsory at first year at all 
and um, with this covid going on we have kept even that on hold so we'll not let's not focus on that but believe me this is something definitely you want to do sometime and in second year you would do this mostly and um, hopefully the covid and all these things will go away and uh, now then the borders will really open and it is it will be it is going to be a really fun thing to go there i have always seen many students coming and they really enjoy their visit not just uh, as enjoyment and talking about but it is so much rewarding to see that ayurveda hospitals and how ayurveda is used in their walk and talk and everything so it's not that just uh, you have seen in us base our uh, you know we cannot many time really do that much detail uh, you know those resources are not available even if i know the knowledge even if i have the knowledge the resources which are needed to perform those things are not necessarily available here certain i'm talking about certain diseases so you have this opportunity to explore that knowledge when you go to india because there are hospitals of ayurvedic hospitals many times people are not really able to believe this fact that one hospital can completely be only have you know focused on only ayurveda and that's how it could even go uh, one can have the exclusively ayurvedic hospital but yes there are so many such uh, ayurvedic hospitals and so we will take a look at when we will go to india uh, there where you would get a chance to go and learn those hospital things so that was about the uh, the curriculum which i was talking about now let's take a look uh, for the you know what would be the recommended books as i would said you will get the notes and now only soon you will going to get the notes we have the notes like uh, all the notes would be there in your computer and uh, i will show you how to go there so what are these books about these are not really the textbooks uh, well i know the definition of textbook is different but uh, you know as i said ayurveda is so vast that it is always good that besides the our notes if you want to read something more uh, and sometimes it is good to read something extra also and that's why uh, these books are basically uh, given so uh, you would uh, see these books and i can actually going to show you uh, these uh, books you know these all are uh, that's how they look so ayurveda nature's medicine uh, this is another book by dr frali and dr ranade you would get this on amazon uh, not really too much costly Uh, we also have the you know uh, ayur textbook of ayurveda part 1 uh, that uh, that can be also used to read uh, you can have that as a recommendation thing then there is a yoga and herbs uh, by dr lard again that is another very good book which you could learn and then we have the yoga and the mind by dr frali david frali uh, his book is also very very good now many time people would ask me this question and this is a very common question that are these textbooks so you know the definition of textbook whatever in conventional things maybe uh, could be different here 
and ayurveda it is little different because textbooks means the original author and ayurveda textbooks are actually if you ask me what are the textbooks of ayurveda i would point out to these books and these are i have some few books here and as you could see this is uh, you know the whole range of books kept here and uh, sushruta samhita charaka samhita and sharamada samhita and madhuvanita nashtangarudya you may feel that okay what which names i'm taking up these are the actual uh, treaties or i would sit here and so you can see me also while talking uh, so these are those books uh, which were written by sages and i'm not saying that really uh, before common era literally so it is something they are as old as to 3000 years ago so that's how these books are and they are actually called the textbooks uh, of course dr lard wrote a textbook and you would see uh, these textbooks and uh, i mean with absolutely dr lard is a fantastic teacher and he is awesome uh, ayurvedic vaidya or is ayurvedic physician and he has written excellent books uh, and that is that's why but the name of the book is textbook if you want to say the actual textbook i would still say you know these are the actual textbook and we will be talking about this uh, today itself i will be you know introducing uh, acharya charaka acharya shushruta uh, and uh, you know the ashtangrudayam uh, then the uh, madhava nidana Uh, which is again a very uh, very wonderful book we will be talking about this today itself uh, but uh, i just wanted to give you these uh, other names of recommended books i would not really recommend directly go and read from the ashtangrudayam or charaka samhita uh, or the uh, you know uh, shushruta samhita but i would suggest first take a step by step at your level you simply want to learn first basically with the the simple books you know they they are written in english so you have a basic foundation well you know done and as i said it's not that you have to memorize everything anything uh, the class notes you will have with each um, you know each module you would have the class notes and these class notes are more than sufficient for appearing exams and quizzes and homework but if you want to learn more and always this uh, professional when you go in a professional uh, college or professional institute you want to learn more right it's not like only one thing and one syllabus syllabus thing so just to create that profession uh, more profound understanding uh, we recommend these books so it will be uh, nice to have these books uh, and again these books are not really uh, too much costly or anything uh, we i will put these books also soon these books will also be given to you so you don't have to really write it down here anything else you would have the links and everything and they all are basically available on amazon so that's about the books then we go to the uh the internship part of ayurveda as i said ayurveda is a clinical science 
you have to accept that that it is a clinical science and you're dealing with the real people you're dealing with the real person there so obviously knowing learning is uh, very crucial the assessment learning is very crucial and uh, as a as a syllabus as a curriculum you have to have the 50 client encounters the meaning of 50 client encounter is not uh, just as you have to do the 50 time 50 clients to be seen but what it is really mean is that you have to encounter them 50 times so which means it could be only 25 clients you are seeing but we are encountering them twice each uh, and that way it would go and well don't worry uh, as of now don't worry about that that how am i going to get 50 people you don't have to really get we will we have arranged certain type of things and you will be doing these things all over all year it is not that internship is only at the end we do have at the end and which is called as a intensive clinical intensives okay so it is a clinical intensive client ex, uh, experience experience but that is which is at the end the actual internship really goes all all year long and when you go into india again uh, which is not a mandatory visit for you but it gives you uh, you know get a very good opportunity to really learn and seeing a variety of patients so um, just to give you an idea that how we are going to conduct this internship all year long and again this is a clinical experience which will happen all year long so i have uh, shown you here some uh, you know how those hours would come because I'll, you are going to get almost 186 hours of clinical experience here uh, with this particular program and how is that going to happen so we will have always there are four segments of internship and these four segments basically starts from you know somewhere you are doing uh, with interacting with client and uh, which we call it as an externship and where somewhere you are uh, interacting with client but taking a discussion is happening and you're getting it uh, complete knowledge about that client um, while we are teaching that in the class and there is another aspect where you are actually you know observing the client be being assessed by some other vaidya or the other ayurvedic practitioner so that is also there and that's that happens in the, actually the last uh, thing and that is almost 40 hours of direct supervisor supervised clinical internship what you would do there and besides all of these we would be still meeting specifically only to discuss about the clients and that will way before it will start almost from the you know almost it will start from the uh, the class the way very uh, second class once you finish that second class and then we will move on to the understanding of the clinical aspect of that so that is how uh, these internship hours are uh, dedicated and uh, we will move more after this internship thing to something which we which is very important for learning uh, of ayurveda and that is called sanskrit so sanskrit is a 
a webinar, uh, I mean, Sanskrit is a language where we will have a webinar for learning the Sanskrit. It is not only in the aspect of webinar, please understand. It's not that only one component you get to learn and then you forget about that and you go. We will be working on it all through year, whole year. You will have opportunity to learn Sanskrit little by the whole program is crafted that way that you will get uh, first introduction of Sanskrit and then you will be applying uh, that knowledge with every module. As you are well aware that Ayurveda is actually originally written in the Sanskrit language. The way the Western medicine is actually uh, comes from the Latin. That's how the Ayurveda is first being, uh, you know, taken, uh, created and written. So all these books which you are talking about, they all are written in Sanskrit. We'll have the translation, so don't worry about that. But uh, I'm talking about these Samhitas or the treaties which you would see and ever, you know, these different and great sages who have written this. We call them Ayurvedic scientists because they are the one who invented all those things. So these books are in Sanskrit and obviously the terminologies of Ayurveda are in Sanskrit. The vocabulary, that's why is very important. And in the means of, with the means of vocabularies, we are going to actually learn Sanskrit. So with each module, with each module, you would have the list of vocabulary list will be there, which are in Sanskrit and which are translated in English. So you would have that uh, understanding about Sanskrit uh, and English thing. And it is a, that way, it is a very good aspect where you would actually go deeper into the subject. Please remember certain things, you know, people sometimes argue on this, that, okay, you, we have English, what is really necessary of learning Sanskrit? It is so hard. I mean, you know, generally people say, okay, knowing about a language, there could be apprehension, but we are not really going to learn the language. What we are learning is the vocabulary of that language. And that to be, it is a vocabulary of Ayurveda. So we are learning that Ayurveda uh, vocabulary. And by doing that, the Ayurveda vocabulary uh, it would be actually, the idea of that is to give you the actual understanding of Ayurveda. Means the concepts of Ayurveda are so unique to Ayurveda that you cannot seriously learn and translate them. For example, and now I'm sure everyone are aware of the word dosha and vata and pitta and kapha. Can I just give you the translation of that word? Well, that's not really possible. Though I may translate it somehow, but there is no one single word in English which I can tell you, oh, this means vata. And really it is not. Well, you can somebody before sometimes people say, Oh, but nervous system is vata, isn't it? Well, not really, because it is something more than that. The treatment approach really goes beyond that. Nervous system do come in Ayurveda, and vata has that function, but vata does not have only that function, it has something else as well. So to conceptually understand certain things, you definitely need 
the essence of that language and that's why we are going to keep that vocabulary same well you will always have as i said the meaning of it will be given as well so that's not a problem but again having that knowledge of sanskrit will enhance your comprehension about ayurveda more and that's why we have sanskrit so how are we going to teach it as i said there will be a special webinar on that and that is also uh, important to take that webinar because that is your graduation criteria uh, then we will be with each module we will have that sanskrit vocabulary which will go correspond with that module and also uh, we will have uh, you know uh, using that those words often again there will be translation written in this bracket it is not that all together you have to learn all that and memorize that nothing that will happen but if you start learning now uh, the more comprehension is likely to happen rather than just translating everything and that's why we just teach sanskrit so that was the main idea why uh, we should have sanskrit and another thing is which you are going to see soon that now ayurveda is getting globalization and ayurveda is happening so we have to have the same standard words used everywhere and you will feel much more confident when you are you know these sanskrit words while communicating with anybody even in india or even in somebody is in australia or somebody is in you know so this all uh, even the nama uh, exam where also we insist that that uh, exam uh, thing certification board examination would have these sanskrit words so you need to know them and that's why we teach sanskrit this is something very <clears throat> specific about this program which you will enjoy i'm very confident about that then we move on to the directed studies and <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> so the directed studies are let of course everything will be taught to you but we will still have the homework given on each class we will have the recommended reading assignment also given Uh, for each class that is again to enhance your uh, you know knowledge of ayurveda then there will be a lab work uh, as i said you know the creative exercise will be there and we will be discussing on that and then we have the vocabulary list also given and along with all these things uh, these it's not that only we are restricting to his but you will have some e learning uh, uh, you know tools will be given certain videos can be shown to you there could be some digital uh, reading articles would be there which are peer reviewed journal journal that, that, that is another opportunity you would have now as you all are well aware that we are not only meeting for saturday sunday that is all once a month of course we will meet on saturday sunday but every week days we will be meeting and for your class this these weekdays are on wednesday so the wednesdays we will be meeting and uh, with a central time zone 6 to 8 that's the time uh, when we will be meeting and so these wednesdays are typically four wednesdays would happen with each month and then the next class will have will come and then again we'll have four wednesdays and then the next class will come so this is an excellent opportunity for you to meet the faculty not just during the once a month basis 
but you will have this opportunity to repeatedly meet the faculty actually practically every week and uh, that is what uh, i think makes the ananda ayurveda academy student more uh, powerful because they not just learn once a, a week but this repeated meeting give them opportunity to strengthen their knowledge so i would um, describe like how we are going to meet because each wednesday has some certain a very specific uh, what we call agenda uh, for that wednesday so let's see that so very first thing uh, as i was saying that w1 is i'm just calling it as a w1 as a wednesday one so the special time uh, is given on this wednesday is for going into the little bit deeper understanding or if you have any questions so for example what is that w1 is is let's say we had a class today right so the very first class which happens in the week is actually the v1 so that's how uh, we will have that class now what would you do in that class you will have this whole 20 hours spent on teaching and understanding that particular know hows about that module then it's all, not that every time you would be able to immediately grasp it it would take some time for digestion so we give that time for digestion and then when you come for that wednesday then you will have questions so during the class you also you can ask questions but this is particular time where you have an opportunity to work and understand more deeper by asking your questions so you would have to well you have to come with questions uh, and if you don't have questions and everything is well good then we go early that day but if you don't have i mean most of the time people would have students will have questions and then we go and understand you know those questions and uh, as i said it is very possible that you suddenly would not have question at that time when you are learning but when you go home i mean when you are all by yourself and go out of uh, this and then you start having later on clicking certain things and then why not this and why this those type of questions could come and then you have opportunity to learn or talk on or discuss with about that with the faculty on the first wednesday again if you don't have question that's good we can just go uh, early that day but uh, generally that doesn't happen as per i have seen so then the second wednesday second wednesday actually goes for the that's what i was talking about right the clinical uh, case study counselor case study we will be doing so this is something where we actually make you a counselor the coaching of counseling happens here which means how do you really clinically assist that person or what should be given or what should not be given and there will be and i will be explaining about this uh, on that specific uh, wednesday so i'm not taking your time now to explain that but that wednesday is been given there uh, and that will be w2 that means the second wednesday of this then comes the w3 which is the lab work as i said we will be doing certain experiential things and that will be done on that w3 which means the third wednesday from there and then comes the fourth wednesday where we will be testing what you have learned 
remember the quizzes are only for you and not for school it's not that faculties love you know uh, taking your quiz but it is more because there is a quiz you will study because there is a quiz you would want to do and know more about the subject and that's the reason why the quizzes are there it is a very simple quiz i mean typically the quizzes are very simple in the sense it will be multiple choice question you just have to choose right wrong you know uh, answer about it or it could be the match the column or such kind of a simple simple things uh, and that's how uh, the four wednesdays will be given there would be still certain wednesdays uh, where when we will not meet and there are only such five wednesdays they come and the very uh, you know for example the the christmas eve we will and if it is on wednesday we will not meet uh, or the uh, you know i mean this will differ for whatever it will uh, that will come for example even the uh, new year eve then we will not come or thanksgiving uh, and then that wednesday we will not meet so that way there will be just only in whole year there will be only five wednesdays when we will not meet then i'm coming all the main major thing which you have to do and now we are i want your active participation in doing this so i am glad that everybody already online so i'm going to give you something right now to do and you have to do in your browser right now so what is that that we have this uh, lms where we call it as a one stop station that you all these things which i was talking to you and all your class notes or recommended book list or uh, you know the catalog everything will be uploaded so practically you're free you i mean you don't have to physically uh, have anything else and just go here and these things will be uploaded you are free to take out printouts whatever you want to do so what i want to do is if you can uh, right now at this point please go on a different browser in your google um, there would be right um, and then search for google classroom gcr if you can do that please everybody going there yes and once you go there then there will be on your right corner you would see it would be written as uh join the group so join click the join thing yes and once you go there it will ask for the you know code to join and when that is been asked please type the code which you see on my slide so it is p l b p as in peter l as in lion b as in baby k as in kite d as in baby e as in elephant and x as in xmas tree yes everybody there and you would see awc class of 2020 and 
Yes. Okay, great. All right, I'm uh, going to stop the uh, thing for some time and uh, and those who are having trouble, don't worry, you still go ahead. Uh, I mean, try, you can try later on, you can write it down. Uh, the this code or uh, you know it will be given to you by email as well so don't worry about that and uh, we are uh, you know uh, i will go there <clears throat> so what you have to really do there is as you go there you know you will have this code as i said uh, and then once you go there you know uh, you automatically become your you know, you can create your, upload the photo and have your name written down there and uh, the email and all these uh, things will automatically be there. So once you join that group and uh, please let me know who has not yet able to do it. I heard from Susan that she said, no, not uh, yet. And that is fine, Susan, don't worry. Sometimes it can take time. This is Marita. I also wasn't able to. Can you please repeat the the code? Sure. So the code is. I will show the code again. And this is P as in. Let me share it. Well, give me one minute. So Marita, can you see the code now? Yes. Thank you so much. Yeah, sure. And Jill, go ahead and ask your question, please. Um, I was just going to say that I can't log in either, but it's because I have to change my password, apparently, to get into it. So I'll work on that after we're finished. Okay, sure. No I'm, problem. So you can write it down in. this code, please. P as in Peter, L as in lion, B as in baby, K as in kite, B as in baby, E as in elephant and X as in Xmas tree. So just uh, write it down this code and that will help you. And once you go there, I mean, I can actually share the my screen and how you're going to, but you would see something still different here. So you would immediately see AAAAWC, you know, class of 20, uh, 20, 2021. And then once you join that, and I can actually see here who has uh, joined. This is Susan. And, yes, Susan. Um, I'm using my phone, maybe, and I, it's just coming up requesting an app that I download an app. Yes, because it is on phone, it will be as an app. I can do this later on my Mac. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You don't have to do that app, but many times students keep that app on the phone because they quickly see that, right? So that's very common, very common. Okay. That's and uh, yeah, so. Later. Yeah, sure, that's fine. I mean, if you are in your laptop, sitting in front of your laptop, you can still do this. I can? Yeah, you can, yes. You don't have to download the app is only for the phone. But I, while but, I'm on with you right now, I can do this. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So I, if you have, so go to a browser, go to the Google, right? And just type in whatever your browser may be, 
you know, uh, and just type in Google Classroom. Search for the Google Classroom. Okay, I, I'm sorry, but I, I'm on a Mac. I'm not able, I don't see a browser. I just see the Zoom. So I'll have to try it later. Okay, no I'm, problem. I'm not, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not getting my... Susan, this is Charlotte. I have a Mac as well, and I'll go ahead and just chat you privately how, I, you. how I did it. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, Charlotte, if you want to say, I mean, is anybody, you know, you can tell her openly, you know, it's good that we walk her through now. In fact, Charlotte, I would suggest if you can do the, I give you the permission here to, you know, share your screen and walk her through that. So it will be much easier. It's not a big thing. <laughs> Charlotte, I'm making I, a face because I'm like, what? Share the screen. It's, I'll, I'll, what, what I did, I can say it really quickly. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I just, um, I, I made my screen with the Zoom just a little bit smaller. I just, just adjusted it and put it off to one side. And then I opened up Google okay. and, and just did them side by side in two windows on my screen. Mm. And I, I don't know if it was faster because I used my Gmail account. So it recognized me right away and took me right in. Yeah. So if you have Gmail account, yes, it will help you quickly. If you don't have a Gmail account, it's still not. It will, still, it will be possible. Because it just that. says, when I go, it just says, don't see your existing classes. Try another account. Uh, did you give the same number? Because I see here almost all have done. Alex, Charlotte, Chloe, Divya, John, Kavita, Kim, Crystal, uh, Marita, you're in, Maisie, Megan, Paula, Rasa, Samantha, Sri, Vijaya, Vincent. I'm not able to get in, but I can try to figure this out later. So this is Tiffany, right? I'm at yes. Tiffany, yes. Tiffany, I, yeah, you will be able to figure it out. I mean, I have never had the problem. And if anything comes up, we have our tech team, you know, very well ready. Someone will be able to help you in also if it is needed. So, yeah, don't worry about that. Okay. All right, Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not being prompted to give a code or anything, so I'll, I'll, I'll try to work on it later. And if I have issues, I'll, I'll let somebody know. Thank you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, sure. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So those who are, and it's okay, Susan, if you're still not able to do it, uh, you can take your time. It's not a big thing. Not, uh, you know, we could al always see. Yeah, I'll work on it later. Yeah, I, I mean, it's pretty easy. Uh, maybe it's like your spotly as I said you know you could see so I am going to actually share this with you now and you will be able to see what I am seeing so you would know what we are talking about all right so can you see this my screen yes yeah okay so this is what everybody's seeing yeah in their account so we have this reference station here. And Susan, you can take a just, you know, quick look at this. Uh, and so you are like, you would know what you're looking for. Or Stephanie, you can also take a look at this. So you will know what you will be actually looking at. 
so this is what we have the reference station and in this reference station i have already uploaded the catalog uh, the book list which we already talked about and then uh, the certification requirement that which we are going to come and we are going to talk on that uh, and uh, there will be uh, i mean i have not yet uploaded the graduation item submissions but that you know soon i will be uploading that or somebody from the team will be uploading that and so you will have uh, the access to that as well then we come to triple a 101 the module is 101 today and then you would see the class notes so what you have to do is simply click on it and then you can just take out print out of this thing which is same thing which i was showing you here so that's how you will get all the class notes uploaded there and it would be you know you will have your class notes always given beforehand before the class starts so it will be there and that's the best way so you would have your notes you will have the faculty teaching the subject and then you can make your own notes so that's how uh, we would have these notes given out here now what else we could give out here and uh, is the you know the same way we will have here our homework so you really don't have to take out any printout or anything but you just have to type in there and that typing has to be done there uh, then you will have lab works given like that then also you would have the reading list assignment will be given there so you could read about that so this is like as i said the extra thing not just this but in the beginning we will give just the reading from the simple books and then uh, we will give the major you know slowly you would have the articles or maybe some videos sometime uh, just which we'll go through along with this so that's how we would have that and um, uh, and then we also would have the quiz like this here and it will be you know those quizzes will be as i already said uh, closed book test and uh, closed book quizzes you go on to the uh, gcr and gcr means this and then from there you will have the i mean there will be different sections given and you just go there and you will have everything uh, whatever you desire there so that's how we will use this uh, learning management system and uh, you would get everything there we will also have the wednesday link given here uh, the wednesday zoom link so you don't have to ask uh, every time to diane so everything will be you know one one section will be there where you would see the Wednesday link. And of course, for first few days, uh, Diane will help us uh, to walk you through, I mean, to give you the, and remind you. But I'm sure soon people, students get very used to it and they know where to go and where which to click. So we get directly connected on Zoom. We will use this also uh, to upload any other things. So for example, uh, you would see the stream can you see the stream here yes so when you click that stream you would have you have this opportunity to upload something with your class so if you would have something to ask your classmates so this is something where you can chat with your fellow classmates 
after you know not necessarily during the class afterwards uh, you know if you want to have the certain question and you want to talk with your fellow classmates then you can actually upload i mean actually send post your uh, question or post your comment or want to share something uh, you know you saw something cool and you want to share and which is regarding ayurveda of course then this is the place where you have the opportunity to talk among yourself also so not necessary only with the faculty but you could uh, you know talk with yourself uh, again this is the uh, the class work will be uploaded here and uh, it will have the each uh, different sections like how you see 101 that's how you will have 102 103 104 everything will go like that uh, so this is like you're going to be getting much familiar with this though you are not i mean some of you are not able to do it but don't worry it is it is absolutely easy uh, then we have the students here and then uh, there will be now no grades are written here but typically you would see your grades in here so again these grades will be seen only the your grades will be seen not that you are able to see your fellow students grades so it's only purely for you but at the same time you have this stream where you can chat uh, with your other students sounds good yes and so this is how we will have um, all these uh, things uh, given here i will stop this sharing now and um, we'll go back so you know uh, i will um, i will chat the code here to everyone in case you are still having trouble getting code and uh, i will make sure that uh, the code will be given to you in email as well so you will have this uh, facility everybody is able to see the chat you know right so this is the code anyway those who do not have you know you have this and um, All right, so um, let's go back and uh, I see two hands raised. So Divya, go ahead. Hey, Dr. Rad, I had a quick question. So uh, in the chat, usually we are able to send messages to the group or to individual folks, right? But I'm only seeing an option to send a private message only to you. Is that something that's been uh, disabled for everyone? I was just wondering. Uh, I think I have to check that with the team. But uh, yeah, if it is not in the beginning, that maybe we'll we'll check with the tech team and get back to you. All right. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. Thank you. Uh, Jim, you have Jill. Sorry, you have a question. I see okay. the hands raised. I do. Hello. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. So I was able to get in um, with one of my. I have like ten Gmail accounts, so I didn't know the right password. <laughs> I got in with my photography account um, and it, then I put in the password and it said that it's the right class but then it says that I'm denied permission have you had that happen before and if so how do I remedy that maybe um, hmm, that's a good question <laughs> uh, I have to see and again ask my tech team 
uh, why that is happening. They will figure it out, hopefully. Uh, I don't think, I mean, uh, that's it a might be. It might be because uh, your the Gmail account that you have signed up to Ananda Ayurveda, it must be the one that's accepted. Okay, so so the, the perhaps are you saying the email that I was using for yes yes the email yeah the email so, that you get emails from Ananda Ayurveda that's the one I think that's registered so try using that. And see, Jill, so if you still have problem, then don't worry. Again, the team member would be able to help you. Uh, okay. Uh, but uh, maybe uh, I mean, as uh, Marita mentioned, try to use that Gmail, which one which you have given to uh, while signing up, uh, you know, to Diane. Uh, if you have given that number, uh, that Gmail account, uh, use that Gmail account and we'll, you know, we'll make sure. Uh, it never had happened. I mean, at least I don't know. As I said, these technical things, the team will handle, technical team will ha handle that, those. Uh, but I'm sure it's not a big thing. You will be, it's not that you're going to stay away from that. So if not now, you will definitely be. And if it's still the, you know, thing, uh, still the problem exists, I will have, uh, you know, some, it's always good to go and, uh, you know, uh, team will, somebody from team will help you. Sounds good? Yes? Okay. Sounds good. Okay, great. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, all right. So uh, let's go back uh, to sharing the thing and just to understand more things. Uh, you may think that, okay, so many things, but seriously, uh, these things are really important uh, that we get very clear uh, on the very, uh, you know, first day itself. So everything goes further very smoothly and you develop a confidence that yes, uh, this is what I'm going to learn and this is how you want to plan. So uh, I would, uh, as mo most of you have already done this, so which is wonderful, uh, but again, those who have not done, you will be soon be able to uh, view that. So uh, as I said, here, uh, these are the things which will be uploaded per module homework, recommended reading list, lab work, vocabulary, and then the graduation requirement as it happens. So uh, again, there is a reference station uh, and then the catalog will be there. And so there will be many things um, like uh, which you need on like day-to-day -day basis, you would need those things. Those will also be uploaded there. You have already seen the book list and catalog, but still there are many to come. Now coming about the quiz, as I said, the quiz will also happen on, uh, you know, our GCR. And uh, this is, uh, well, as I said, quiz will be after each module. So typically on the fourth, uh, fourth Wednesday of the month and whatever that would come. And then there will be, besides these quiz, there would be also a few like a main first semester ending midterm and uh, or you could call it as a first semester final and then the second semester ending final final so first semester final uh, ending uh, we already are declaring now on very first day that we have february 27 decided for the midterm 
So ideally, we expect that you write it down this date in your notebook. Make a note of this date so you make yourself available on that day. Typically, we don't change the date once we declare. There could be some catastrophe happening, I mean, something else, and then you cannot redo it. That is a different story. But typically, uh, that's it has been decided, and we give plenty of enough time way beforehand so you don't miss the miss the finals. These are very important because this will be, uh, I mean, both the finals will be counted against your whole overall thing. So um, you know, we will be there will be uh, marks given for your homework as well as for your lab work and uh, you know your midterms and each quizzes also so all that is a aggregate total and that's how the grading will happen and then besides that there will be webinars also which would be conducted typically the requirement for graduation is that you have to complete all the course of the curriculum then you also have to pass each course with a grade of at least 70 percent and above and then uh, provide official transcript, uh, uh, you know, of uh, whatever that, uh, you know, I mentioned you, those who are eligible for taking the anatomy and physiological, some of you are not, I mean, you don't need to because you have already done that. So you really don't have to do that. But those who have not at all done this, they have to do and you have to provide that completion certificate before the end of end of whole uh, class work that is next um, August and then uh, also you have to attend certain webinars so for your class and I'm going to share that list of webinars also soon let me in fact share that list of webinar here uh, so you would have that and then uh, complete and uh, comprehensive midterm and final exam and then the tuition has to be also paid till then then only you would get the certification and here is the list uh, of the workshops which we are going to have so let me tell you basically what you have to give me one minute um, so you know uh, the i will be soon uploading or ask someone to upload this webinar list as well um, these are the different webinars. I'm just still finding this, but uh, these are the different webinars which are will be happening all year long. Okay, and um, I don't know why I'm not able to see here. I think lot many windows are open here. <laughs> I have to really close them off. So basically what I was telling you that is see the the whole process of uh, I mean besides this as I told you why Ayurveda is a vast thing we still have to you know compress many things and so because it is vast thing and there are so many such things uh, we of course we cannot complete make it complete in a one single day but it is still uh, i mean in one single year sorry not day uh, so we still need to really uh, you know 
work on basically how uh, we can incorporate those other topics which are there in ayurveda so how we are going to do this challenge is at least you should be able to know it's not that i'm telling you that you have to have the whole thing uh, by hearted or anything but it is a knowledge you know you are at least aware of that that is the whole focus here so how are we going to do that is by arranging a different webinars now it is un unfortunately webinars only because at least for this year uh, but we do have the mixture combination of workshops and webinars so what is the difference between workshops and webinar are so workshops are always in person so you come there in person and again all the workshops are uh, we have are always webinars also but there will be certain only webinars which means only on the air no one is in the physically present so uh, that's how we will have these different webinars and these different webinars uh, basically would show you uh, how to you know uh, uh, like it will be a good idea to have some background about this vast knowledge for example you could see here the very first webinar which is coming up and it will start from uh, october so in these all webinars are mostly on sundays uh, so on the october 18 and you don't have to take all the webinars that is also not necessary some are already incorporated uh, to you so you could take them but uh, only there are three webinars which are must that you must take them and i'll go through which one they are so october 18 it is about the sanskrit webinar and as i said even if it is written workshop here but now all are have already become virtual online and uh, as if now at least so that's how uh, we are giving them criteria as workshop or webinar so sanskrit 101 will be on october 18 these are typically 3 hours webinars and uh, there will be small fee for this then november 22nd we will have mindful meditation webinar then on december 13 we will have ayurveda cooking we will be actually cooking and i will see how we can do it uh, our intention will be always to come and do it but those who cannot come it is still absolutely possible we have always done this online uh, we have tech team very ready you know the cameraman will properly have the uh how the cooking is and well we just can't can't send you smell there but uh the you can always look at it and uh, that can be done so that's a workshop actually and then we have in january we will have the subtle therapies ayurveda does have subtle therapies such as uh, you know which is known as a gandharva veda uh, which means the music how the music can enhance your Uh, life how can you use the music as a therapeutic modality therapeutic modality means you have a headache and you play the music and then your headache will go again this is not a general music it is a very specific uh, ragas ragas are the musical notes indian classical musical notes and they have this ability to actually work in your body and bring about some very positive changes which ultimately reduces the effect and uh, so that's that's that webinar is all about and again that is not compulsory for you uh, but if you wish you can take that then we will have the yoga and the dosha for that is also a workshop 
then we have vastu uh, i don't know whether you guys are aware of vastu vastu is a vedic architecture so the way we are very concerned about the energy inside the same way we should be um, you know we should have this energy how the energy would have outside where you live so that's uh, how uh, we have that workshop i mean it is a webinar uh, and i see alex your hand raised uh, please unmute yourself and ask your question uh hi yes i'm wondering what time um are, what's the time frame for all these like, yeah so it's always uh, as i said already all most of these all dates are on sunday and they mostly on morning 10 to 1 10 to 1 yeah and okay. if at all certain things happen and you are not able to join it and you want to do it uh or the the recording is are always available so you can still watch the recording so that's not a problem but as i okay. said that not and these webinars are open to all so not just to our students but they are open to uh our general public also so they're typically you know uh, we charge them also some amount and then uh, you would have again as a triple a student uh, you will get a discount some 10% discount or so something that but dian will explain you all that about that so oh, that's how yeah sure uh, so the march is uh, focused for vastu uh, then april is focused for jyotish again jyotish is vedic astrology um, some of you are might be familiar with it but uh, there is a huge medical astrology in ayurveda which is known as jyotish and you will have the introduction to jyotish uh, in this webinar again this will be 3 hours webinar uh, you will have the opportunity to discuss on i mean the the presenter almost always all the time presenters are very uh, you know they are very focused with their and they are very well versed with their topic uh then you will have um in may after april comes may and then there will be a vedic therapies again hands on we'll see how we can do that and then on the june uh, there will be how to interpret your dreams so that will be again a very interesting webinar and then we will have one more webinar mantra as a therapeutic modality uh, in the month of july as of now all these dates are for uh, fixed what we may change is like interchange sometime the faculty is not available so they change among themselves and that's how the dates will change but that will still happen or if at all something absolutely uh, happens then we will not have these extra webinars but as i said three are amongst these three are crucial which you have to attend and those are sanskrit jyotish and vastu so sanskrit is that language which is now coming up in the next month uh, october 18 and uh, then uh, and i think i am taking that seminar uh, workshop uh, i am teaching that workshop and then second is um, vastu which will be in the month of march for you for your class and then um, in the month of april you would have the jyotish these are the three webinars which you have to uh, which you will be doing like that's what is necessary for you to do these three webinars 
rest even if you don't do but if you have interest and you say oh but i want to do it yes you can go ahead and do it that's not a problem and as i said most of the time we will not change the date but if at all something happens uh, beyond our control then we might have to change the date but uh, it is always most of the time sundays and uh, you know sundays and that to uh, 10 to 1 10 am to 1 pm All right. Any question on this? Everybody clear on this? Yes. Yeah. I mean, you can show me your thumbs up. I had a question on the midterm and the final. What time is though? Are those? Oh yeah. So uh, Megan, typically we would go um, for the you know uh, nine to twelve. I mean. 10 to 12 or sometimes we meet little early just if you have any question and want to do some review but otherwise that those will be also 10 to uh, 10 to 1 sorry again the exam is only for 2 hours the other timing is given for a review if you need sometimes students are ready and there is no problem Many times I've seen students pretty much do well, very well. They finish it in half an hour, though even the two hours are given. So it's not a very big, uh, difficult exam. So uh, as you have seen the requirement, besides this also there is, there will be there there are certain um, you know certain. Uh, what you call uh, like um, certain things which you have to do complete it when we say class work what would be that class work so let me define that class work to you because we are saying that okay you have to complete the class work to get the graduation certificate now what would be that class work look like that's what i'm going to show you so first as i said uh, you know homework assignment and it's obvious that everyone will have a homework assignment you just have to write it down it is a small paragraph answer you have to appear for just write those answers so we know you learn that you know you understand the subject again this is all for to make sure that you are learning and believe me so many time people have told me that thank you that we have this homework so we do keep up with the school easily and then uh, there will be quizzes also uh, and these are uh, after on the fourth wednesday of the month then there uh, as i already mentioned about the anatomy physiology e learning thing right uh, that link will be now posted into gcr before you you know you will have you will see after the class i will be posting uh, or somebody else from the team will be posting that link there so you will have that there uh, so you can you know just explore and see and as again let me tell you this also those who have already done anatomy physiology you need to contact school uh, academic uh, you know you have need to contact diane and just tell her uh, that what you have done and you want uh, exemption from that and that will be absolutely given so but you have to contact and let us know we cannot just assume that because you are rn you know this or because you are whoever i mean you have done this Uh, so you could be massage therapist and already done this and so you will be given the waiver uh, or you are a you know paramedics and you already done this so you will be given the waiver so what please 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 communicate communication is the best way we are here to help you so please communicate and get the exemption if you want 
then uh, there will be prakriti analysis and again this we will talk about more what it is what is prakriti you will know all these things uh, when the classes we will start teaching and then when ministries are given there then community outreach uh, lecture so uh, let me tell you you will have to do one uh, like workshop or webinar uh, where you are teaching and you know explaining more about ayurveda and this is you're eligible for that once you finish the 107 so typically you know after month of february you get eligible for doing this it's not that immediately tomorrow you want to do this you need to learn ayurveda first get well and you know understand that all those things and then give this lecture to your you know for your colleagues or for your friends and your families everything is okay you would have uh, we would also share a certain uh, you know how to do that thing uh, like certain things will be given that you have to uh, make sure that you are telling them that you are student of Ananda Ayurveda Academy and as a project of the completion for your graduate requirement you need this lectures you know you you need this to be done and that's why you are doing this so there there are few things which will be communicated when the thing will actually be ready to do so that's how you will have that then um, there will be uh, ayurveda wellness counseling coaching reports you will know more about this as we go along with this so there is no point now i'm explaining this but uh, please be assured that each and everything will be completely explained to you then we will be always available to talk on this also so don't worry about that then the classroom case presentations would be there and uh, there would be also video or article reviews. It is uh, just a, any kind of video you could see and then write down why you like that video. Nowadays, it is a time of, you know, people are reading more articles and uh, having posting many uh, videos. So earlier we used to ask uh, students to work on the books, but nowadays people don't read books that many, how much they videos they see. So we said, okay, then do the videos. It could be very quicker thing. Like you just like the video and you understood something from videos and you will write your synopsis uh, and then you can present that. But again, that is not now. You have to mature till fifth module and then only you could do this. Then uh, I already spoke about the Sanskrit Vastu and Jyotish webinar uh, and workshop webinar. Now everything is webinar. So just make sure that you just have to attain that. You really don't have to do anything else there. Uh, it's just simply understanding. We are not going to test you on that even. It is just for your knowledge and it's kind of a complementary knowledge so you know more about Ayurveda. Then we will be doing the clinical internship at the end of, as I said, remember I was telling you that there will be a clinical intensives which will be done at the end. We'll be doing the internship all year long, but the clinical intensives, uh, clinical, uh, what we call it as a case experiential studies will be done at the end and you will have the AAA faculty observe that. There will be small fee for bringing the, you know, uh, your client. So typically, it's not a huge thing, a class of 20s, like only, even if you bring one or two clients, that is sufficient for you because all the students will be bringing, even if you are online, 
we could still have that is been done so we did this again uh, recently very successfully so that's i'm not really worried about that you are only responsible for what you will bring i mean that uh, 30 dollars uh, for the one client and that's on, so on so uh, that is something we should be worried about in July or August and not now, but I just wanted to let you know that that's how the internship will go. And, um, you know, AAA faculty cannot really allow their clients uh, according. I mean, you cannot just simply say, okay, you know, uh, have the AAA faculty's uh, client to come bring, you have to bring your own clients there. Again, as I said, it will be one or two or three that, at the most. Then the semester final and the final final grades will be applicable. And when we will do all these things, then you are set. Uh, and then there will be one small project, which is uh, research projects, and that will be by your choice. So how it typically would go that if you are interested in some topic and you want to really write a, a little small research paper, it is not a huge research paper, but uh, all the guidelines will be given to you how to write the research paper and what what format to use so that will be there and you can do that and that's it and that will be will done so now we come to the uh, class routine as you know and we already done uh, the whole class routine aspect we will have the uh, pranayam or the breathing exercise done first we allow people to come you know uh, because we were used to meet in person and people used to travel from long, some distances, uh, we always used to give the checking time. Uh, and that's how it was used to be bigger uh, time. Now, if we are all on online, then it may not really need that much uh, checking time. We can reduce that immediately to the 15 minutes. Uh, but then you are requested to you know, come at least then, join then. Uh, and then we will always start with meditation and pranayam, and then actual class work will start. There will be breaks, as always, after two hours, or uh, it could be 15 minutes break, or sometime we also do, depending on how the topic is going on, how and where we are in the part of teaching, sometime we give the one hour, uh, after one hour, give the 10 minutes break. So this typically, really, we give the uh, whole, uh, what you call, you know, let the class flow along with the teaching. And so we go give uh, a complete um, freedom to students as well as to the faculty, whoever is teaching, that how do they want to cover uh, and when do they want to take a break. So it's a, like a pretty big flexible thing. Let's say, you know, we finish uh, the topic and it's just like, 15 more minutes to break, uh, then rather than starting a new topic, we will just give a break, you know, uh, and take the break 15 minutes early and then come back in 15 minutes and start the topic. So that is okay to do that. Or sometimes we extend and so much class is uh, engrossed that we finish the two hours and further we are going and everybody's lost in time. And so that also happens sometimes. So uh, that is absolutely okay. And again, if you feel like, uh, or if you want to remind, okay, give us a break, that also you could do. Uh, it's, it's like we are pretty flexible, but I'm just telling you that the standard procedure definitely we follow that we would have 
the one hour break for lunch uh, between one to two central time. And then the remaining class will happen from the five to six, 6.30. And uh, basically now in that also, we do take one Hatha Yoga break. And I'm sure I have uh, communicated this uh, to everyone, most of well, I mean, if not, then you can know that we would have around five again, depending upon where we are in the class and how far we have gone or uh, how immediately we need. It depends upon, you know, again, uh, if it's in, uh, your faculty feels that, no, oh, my students are really drained off. Let's give them a little bit of Hatha Yoga break. We do some poses. We retrieve our energy. We rejuvenate. And when we again get back to the class. So that's a, a very little different thing we do here, but I think it is necessary because when it is so much intense and so much new information will be given to you, you may want to take a break of this type of break as well uh, than, you know, taking the, the otherwise taking the break. So uh, that we will be doing. And I know we have some yoga teachers here. I will make them also work. So they may be sometime lead the class during that period of time while doing the, uh, I know Susan is getting her 200 hours, right, Susan? So sometime you can lead the class as well for the yoga break. And I'll <laughs> give the opportunity to everyone and everyone will have this, you know, we'll do that little funny thing uh, and it will be much more. And then again, we continue the class and then we try to wind up later and give some time for closing uh, because you know we uh, yeah and then we meet again so sunday and saturday that's how it will go about the academic calendar you would have this uh, academic calendar actually you know you can go on to the uh, on the ananda website everything has been written there you just to click uh, and go to ananda website and uh, you will have all the dates written i don't really have to share that here because that is the those are there uh, on the website but what i want to tell you here is uh, sometime we absolutely follow the same dates but sometime the class order can change the meaning of class order is maybe some other faculty is not available then they change their teaching amongst themselves so you may have like 109 is taught earlier and 108 is taught later, but otherwise the dates remain same. Unless and until something really happens, uh, you know, turn, tornado comes and somehow we are not able to do something, then that can be a, you know, then we will have this uh, different thing. But otherwise we do not change those dates. And again, it will be, communicated to you whenever we have to change the dates but typically all the dates are booked not only this class that runs the different classes also so their dates are also being given so we don't want to typically change the class dates in the during of the internship dates they might change sometime because where we go and do the internship and again here now it is different but uh, those availabilities as per uh, where we are taking students that can change but the class which are theoretical part classes they generally would not change and i see the hand raised vincent you have a question 
Uh, Vincent. Yes, have... thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah, like, do you know uh, when we can expect the 21, 22 uh, dates to come out for the Ayurvedic Practitioner course? Uh, yes, you will get those uh, mostly in the beginning of October. Beginning of October. Yeah. Yes, okay. A little difficult, uh, you know, we'll just get settled down in September and then immediately you will get like end of September or beginning of October. You will get those dates. Wonderful. Thank you. Yes, sure. Absolutely. Yep. Um, okay. And uh, so class academic program, as I said, the schedule is decided. Um, only, uh, you know, the internship date might change like last time. Uh, these students, they wanted to do the internship. They did the internship, again, cl clinical class intensives, but certain portion was remaining. So they chose to do it uh, every Wednesday rather than on the whole Sunday. So that's how we change. But it, again, depending upon you and then availability and everything is being done. Coming to class policies, seriously, I'm not going to go through all of this. You know these policies. These are pretty standard policies. And you will have everything, I mean, about written about all these policies in our catalog. And now you know where to find the catalog. So catalog can be found on GCR in the reference station. So you go to the GCR, log into the reference station, and there is one section where the catalog is being uploaded. So you don't have to worry. I mean, you can read. And these are, as I said, standard. Um, standard policies uh, which you would see there what i am really want to tell you the very important policy most important policy in triple a is guess what can you guess anybody can guess no you want to guess okay so the most important policy in AAA is student first. So we really care for you. We want you are the most important part in the whole AAA. So we give student first policy. So whatever your needs are, whatever really you want to, you know, uh, the way you want to maybe want something differently or having any trouble, or a learning aspect also, feel free to communicate. Communication is the key. Uh, I can share one small story. Well, uh, you know, uh, I, I grew up in India and we had a joint family. So the meaning of joint family is that you stay with your, you know, cousins also. So you have your uncles and aunts and dad and mom and dad and your uh, real sisters and cousins and all brothers and everybody stays in one house. So I remember still uh, that uh, whenever we used to have this final exams, uh, our whole, all the parental, you know, I mean, my dad and uh, all uncles and all they were used to, whoever would come because we would be group of, <laughs> it's not only two and three. I mean, we were, my dad had five brothers. Uh, and it was a big family. So we used to always give, they used to give us very freedom and very, you know, all everything you would get it because you have an exam. And so much importance was given as a studentship when you were, we were in a, as a student there. 
so i always carry that you know feel like that yes that is uh, maybe because that why we all the everybody actually learned a lot and uh, they all are you know well established in their profession my all cousins and uh, and uh, you know so the point is that students are to be given the most importance and that's the policy we follow here also so feel free if you have anything communicate diane is always so grace you know graciously she would answer your all questions and she is so prompt that she more always um, almost the same day she would respond to your uh, question so feel free to send your whatever communication you want to do uh, and uh, you know we will try all the team members of aaa who are always committed to help you to success you know to earn the success in this path so with that um, before i end one more slide this is the last slide that your scope as a ayurveda counselor what you would do would be able to so i we we talked here that you will be able to do the whole uh, you know learning and i shared the curriculum with you now these things which i'm going to share with you are your actually scope of practice so you will be as a counselor ayurvedic counselor you will be able to do the analysis of the body mind uh, and will be able to do that constitution like which we call it as a prakruti then you will be able to do the history taking you will recommend will be able to recommend the dietary changes again based on uh, health aspect and based on doshas then you will be able to you know suggest the daily routine changes you will be able to suggest the seasonal routine changes also you will be able to suggest the a life cycle routines uh, whichever the again based on doshas whatever the prominent dosha would be will be explain the ayurvedic concepts related to prakriti um, that means again the constitutional thing and then you would be able to explain the connection between the body mind spirit and also which doshas uh, i mean which asanas and which type of meditation could be good and which type of pranayam which would be good again this is all based for the preventative approaches so you know you will be able to actually offer the talks uh, to the you know your community or to the your group of people and uh, direct them and explain them the concept of ayurveda and you can also offer simple therapies there so these are certain scopes of practice which you would be able to do i mean which you are allowed to do once you become graduate and i think also covered what you want to like how you will get all this knowledge so we did discuss about the curriculum we discuss about how step by step we will go there uh, and uh, we also discuss about um, how and when we will have the quizzes what would be the other requirement and once you do that then uh, you know oh yeah you will be able to offer the cooking classes also and once you do that you are graduate right so thank you so much for your again patient listening i know i was only the one who was talking but don't worry this will not happen we will have more interactive here i really had to explain you all these things and that's why i was talking so any questions you may have or did i cover everything
Do I see thumbs up? Yes. Okay, wonderful, awesome, perfect. All right, and again, as I said, if you have question later on or something, anything else, feel free to contact the team. And uh, the best way is to write an email to info at Ananda Ayurveda Academy uh, and you will be answered or something the direction will be get. Again, if it is a, you know, uh, as you're learning something and then you have a question, you will have the every Wednesday to meet your faculty and ask questions there. A plenty of uh, time will be given or plenty of opportunities will be given to talk for your questions. So that's not a problem at all. So now when we have done this, let's really start with our uh, class today. So let me start that uh, one. Okay, give me just one minute and I'm just opening this. All right, and I'll close this program orientation and then I will open this. All right, I have this here and I will start sharing. Uh, another thing I wanted to just quickly uh, quickly share is that uh, so you uh, you know the notes are given to you always before the class uh, you know on the same day of class or the same night sometime then they will upload the some you know technical team will upload the notes uh, and uh, so it's up to you uh, I again we give this opportunity and we have given the uh, you know the binder also it's not compulsory that you have to take the printout if you feel that i am okay with just reading out of there and just saving those and just reading from there you feel free to do that it's not a compulsion that you have to take the um, you know printout so uh, that's not at all a problem um, sometime people may have this question and so i'm beforehand you know, uh, answering those questions to you. And the, the, you know, I'm sharing and we are now starting the actual today's class. So what are we really going to learn in today's class is all about actually the fundamentals of Ayurveda. We will be also learning. So those are the fundamental principles of Ayurveda. And I'm sure you, I am like while learning from you uh, during the interaction time of the introduction, I realized that each one of you are somehow or other way connected to Ayurveda. Maybe you are, uh, you know, you have been absolutely introduced to it and you may be aware of certain things. But these are still the way different things which we are will be talking about. But believe me, these are the basis or these are the fundamental principles of Ayurveda. And then once we are clear with that, 
you would really be able to really understand the whole lot big picture of ayurveda again the first year is more more specifically dedicated for your preventive aspect of ayurveda like everything everything is going well and then how you would deal with it the more imbalance aspect comes later in second year when you really deal with diseases so but before you really deal with diseases it is necessary that you need to know what is normal right so what is in balanced state means and how do we measure that how what are the parameters of measuring the normal normalcy that's what we are really going to learn now so the i as i said uh, we will be talking about ayurvedic uh, principles we also be talking about history and as well as philosophy sometimes people say you know what's the need of history right well it's ancient science we know what's the need of history is really that two things first of all you get really a good understanding that how original the science is and then the second thing is you develop a confidence by seeing the history that oh my god this has been said so many years ago and if that is still practically applicable then how much really the truth is it is if it is stays and i again one of the very major thing about ayurveda is that it was it is in practice not just was it is still in practice i should say since like how many years like 5 5000 years so how was that possible and that is another way how would we will understand that in our perspective of uh, history and then uh, there is a whole lot we will be learning about the and that might happen in tomorrow's not today we will be able to finish that but that will be about the whole philosophical aspect or the main basis from on which the philosophical foundations or the anthropological foundations of ayurveda and on that how the whole uh, ayurveda is being structured so that uh, one which we are those philosophies which we are really going to learn as well so let's start with the basic principles and when i'm saying that basic principle i really want to take you to that core thing like we will start right away from the word ayurveda and you might have again heard about it but it is let's take a deeper look here one another thing i wanted to tell you is like you may see padarth vidyan itihasa and darshana you may say what is what does that mean so this is again in the sanskrit written in the sanskrit um well written in the roman um, lipi but uh, the actual sanskrit words which is responsible for this what it has been written here further so this is how i said that we will be introducing the sanskrit step by step so we go further and let's first define if we are learning ayurveda so let's first define what is ayurveda and uh, so the first word as i would say ayurveda is made up of two words ayu and veda so the ayu is life now tell me what is life if you say ayu means life how would you define life any one of you 
you can unmute yourself and just say, what is life? Okay, it's fine. Ayu means life, but what is life? I can go. This is Marita. Yes, Marita, please go ahead. Uh, I would say life is the amount of time we live and breathe in this body where the soul is connected to the physical body. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I like that answer. That soul is connected to physical body because that is really it is. So I would say simpler way, let's say put this in simpler way, that anything that happens from the birth until the death, whatever in between happens is life. Agreeable? Yes? So all that period between you have taken the birth until you leave your body, whatever happens in between that is the life. And then we would say life, then Veda is known as knowledge or the wisdom or the science. So in Sanskrit, we say which means the subject which is specifically about it. That is known as science. So not just some, you know, just subject. So for example, if I have a phone and then I say, you know, oh, this is a phone and I know this is a phone. That does not mean that I know the science of phone, right? I may know how to operate that, but to know the science of phone, you really need to know a very specific knowledge about the phone. And that's what is called as the science. And that's what exactly the Veda, the Sanskrit word Veda means. It's a very specific knowledge and that's why it is called science. So be, with together these two words, life, again, as I said, everything from the birth to death and the Veda is the knowledge and hence Ayurveda is the science of life. Now, when we, you know, when we say science of life, I would like to, you know, elaborate here uh, and, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share a story with you. And, uh, you know, when I came first, here in United States. Uh, we had, uh, you know, after coming here in a one year or so, I had my first baby. And uh, wow, he was like, okay, we soon, me and my husband, we only both were here. And typically, you know, we both came from joint family there back in India. We were really missing everybody here because otherwise there we always grew up with plenty of people around. And here suddenly only we both. And then we soon realized that, oh my God, this angel, which has been, I have given birth is like, he eats and he drinks and, you know, he drinks the milk and then he sleeps and he gets up and he wakes up and whenever he is hungry, he cries and then he, we give him and then, you know, he poops out things and there is a one method where he, something you put inside and from other side, he takes everything out and well, I was like, okay, how do we know why he's crying? And sometimes he cries and sometimes he laughs. And it is like, even if I was a doctor, it is still some question mark. You know, being a mom, first time, it's really a, still a challenging thing. So soon I realized that, okay, I mean, what should I do? Every time was like calling mom was not visible. That time the cost was also high. Calling India back in, you know, okay, what is happening? Oh, he's crying. Why he's crying? Maybe he's hungry. No, my wee is not sleeping. 
has uh, some other or maybe diaper is wet or so there will be so many things and then sat started realizing that okay you know what i have a much much good tool for me and i can literally realize started realizing that yes i have ayurveda and i would you know and what everything would happen and then i'll open the book and i will start seeing that and it is not then again that okay i uh, i was doctor even that time uh, then why would i have to see it's not like that it's like a, you know you have the very strong um, you know support there of ayurveda and i realized soon that you know god created us as a human being but also given ayurveda as a you know a complete manual has been given like a like a user's manual like you know remember like when you go and buy some um what you call uh, machine and then you get the user's manual right you buy and you get the fridge and you buy and you get the tv and you get the computer and then there is our the washing machine and you get the user's manuals actually like okay you know ayurveda is really like that manual where you literally go and anything you have a problem with and you just try to understand that problem from there and this is like been given to you so you go there find that and then you solve the your problem so in that sense it is really the science of life it's not that you have to be sick or something and then you go and see the ayurvedic doctor but just to enhance your health and just to create that uh, balance also ayurveda you know it could ayurveda would still help there so hence it is really a science of life so you could target any part of your life and still you would have the help of ayurveda right and it's a uh, basically it creates uh, it is a holistic science uh, which is basically focused on the way of living and why do we have to that living that that way because it creates that calmness it actually creates that capacity of wellness to you it it offers that capacity of wellness by just following those simple things so that's how i always call at least ayurveda somebody actually asked me what is ayurveda i say you know it is user manual it is really users manual you will find everything and then just have use it as a manual so let's take a deep history of what ayurveda is all about uh, i'm sure you were all aware that it is a um, 5000 year old now when i'm saying 5000 year old it's like it sometimes people really you know think that is it really true and i would say no no it's not only 5000 it may be 10000 also so why do i say that because uh and again it's not only i am saying that is the reality that's how it is so it is actually the origin uh, if you go and see the origin of ayurveda it is really that deep uh when you would uh you know i mean maybe i would say the mankind when was mankind was there that was the first medical science uh ever uh offered to the mankind and that is ayurveda so the origin is really back then and uh, there are many st- stories written that how ayurveda was really originated because it was so long you know 
well it was why and then it is called as a 5000 years old is just because it was in a oral tradition which means a guru or the you know uh, the teacher will teach it and it was in a oral tradition live in the students so student will learn from that teacher and so the teacher would have it and the student will have it and then the student will become a teacher and he will give it to his students and that's how it was available in a oral tradition so it it, it becomes really old and then if you would say still why it is called 5000 years old because 5000 years ago people started writing it down so these uh, as i was showing you these um, remember the the uh, those old textbooks of ayurveda which are still alive i mean which are still pretty much used and practically we use them in day to day practice we use them they were written almost 2 3 5 1000 years ago and that's how they are available well they it's not it is again the very finest version which we have it's not that one person sat and wrote it down uh, we will come to that point once we reach there but uh, what i'm trying to again tell you is it is necessary uh, to really understand then how ayurveda was created so as i would say that uh, uh, who wrote ayurveda or how does ayurveda apprehend that we really have to Uh, learn and so one story again i'm going to share with you so what are you could see here this is have been again written down that initially you know ayurveda was given from the lord dhanvantari right so how do we have the lord dhanvantari so basically what happened was there was a fighting okay i'm telling you the story here about how ayurveda was uh, originated So it is a long time back when the fighting was amongst the demons and gods. So gods and demons were fighting, as you would see in this picture also. The gods are on the tail side uh, of the snake, and the demons are on the head side of the snake. And what they did was they would say, you know, uh, they were fighting and saying, okay, we are strong and we are strong, and all that kind of thing was going on. and they were they wanted really the the fight was on the nectar they wanted the nectar and so they you know uh, someone told them that the nectar is not there it is in the deep ocean and how would you find that nectar in deep ocean so what you do is you do the churning of the deep ocean and how would you do the churning so you would they took a very 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 long cobra and then they had this whole uh, you know uh, parvata which means the mountain and they put the mountain in the sea and started churning that mountain with the help of this cobra and while they were doing that so many things came up and then the 14th one was lord dhanvantari the one which we you know uh, are praying here and he had that pot of nectar and so he gave the ayurveda at that time so see again all these stories we may think it is a mythological story but it actually suggests it's the moral of the you know the whole idea has been given in that way of me of method of stories but it is when you really churn the whole 
you know the knowledge base then you get the from the nature itself you get the ayurveda that's the main essence of story and this uh, the whole thing which i'm showing you here uh, on the picture believe me this is uh, there if you wish sometime to see then you have to go to hong kong uh, i mean bangkok and on bangkok airport you will see this sculpture uh, which they have put and uh, you know this is actual real photo from the bangkok airport where they show you that see how the snake has been uh, you know rounded here with the uh, the whole mountain and then these demons and gods uh, are churning and trying to get the uh, nectar from it so coming to the origin of ayurveda uh, it is the whole terminology is been explained as ayurveda avatarana the meaning of word avatarana is actually that it was not it it just appeared like how i said that you know once they were churning the uh, whole sea big sea uh, the thing started coming out and in that this thing appeared so lord dhanvantari appeared and he had the whole ayurveda so avatarana means appearing the appearance which happened now which also means that that was not written by anybody or it was it never had uh you know it started now and then it ended now so the two words again coincide go together with this and that is called apaurishya and anadi the a word apaurishya means no one has written it 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 just appeared it's like god gave us that okay take this and ha have you a good uh, health and the same way it is anadi means which does not have any end you know it is it's not either neither it has origin nor it has end because it is there and it will be there always and that's how uh, you know it it does not have any authorship in that sense so that's how it is the divine origin it has divine origin and so uh, already i mentioned about the anadi and it descended from the creator of universe itself so when we say the descent of ayurveda like how okay it is good that it was with god but it has to come back to human beings right how did that happen so there are again different two different trends which are mentioned there that how this whole lineage was being given from god to the uh, these sages and then from these sages to the further their disciples and from those disciples to further their disciples and that's how ayurveda came so uh, there are basically two thoughts of schools here one is called uh, the medicine school where the more medical aspect is been used and then the other is called surgical uh, school of surgery so school of physicians or the school of medicine and the school of surgeon or school of surgery so these are the two different schools thought of schools uh, basically started i mean used to be there and they have defined which i'm going to tell you 
and uh, as i was showing you charaka samhita if you remember and i'll show you again and this is in actually sanskrit uh, language and so this is that book i was talking to you about right and that is the charaka the word charaka is been written here uh, that is the school of medicine and then i have this shushruta this is the also the sanskrit book but translated and in, in in english and i somehow i don't have that other translation book there but this is the original book and again it has many volumes i'm just showing you one volume okay uh, so this is a school of surgery so these are the two thought schools i mean the two uh, schools where they both claim that how the ayurveda was descended so the the descent of ayurveda as per charaka samhita the first one the medical uh, you know school of medicine they said that the brahma he is again the creator of universe that is been understood uh, in vedic philosophy it is been be believed that brahma is the de uh, it's not deity but it's the actual god and creator of the universe and then he gave it to prajapati then he gave it to ashwini kumaros meaning of ashwini kumaros means they are considered as the doctors of god and then he they gave it to indra who is again a deity and that ultimately was given to the bharatvaja and that was further given to atreya he is a sage sage atreya who had five different six different very loving disciples or their they were their students uh and they were his students and so these students further amongst them agnivesha the main you know was the very very talented person a talented disciple or talented student who wrote down whatever uh, atreya stage atreya taught to him and then his disciple again or his follower was charaka and he revised that all writing again remember this happens in the over of many ages and then in the uh, around 1500 bce that is before common era actually charaka wrote down and that's the book which i showed to you so you don't have to really worry about oh brahma mrajapati ashwini kumar om do i have to remember all these names no not at all i'm just giving you and teaching you that see how everything been started and after that tradition it goes then even in that after that also 1500 years book actually stays there as a book which is still preserved and which is like was still being used rather than preserved be used them and you are ultimately going to use them also once you become ayurvedic doctor so that is how we get according to the charak samhita samhita means the collection a compilation so what agnivesha the sage agnivesha did was he compiled what he learned from his guru uh, sage atreya and then he wrote down that whole compilation so that compilation is known as samhita in sanskrit right it is a treatise and that's how uh, further that was uh, you know people would like still working on that 
and it is also believed that Charaka was not a single person. There were group of physicians who were there, like how we write the editorial, right? I mean, the many group of uh, physicians would write the um, big volumes of medicine, right? That's how they were. Uh, many, many physicians came together having the brand of Charaka. And uh, so we, or some people believe that, no, it is a sage Charaka. He was the one and he, they all were his group. So whoever that, they together wrote down the Charaka Samvita, which is still alive. That's the main point. And I will take this one more slide and then we will give you the lunch break. I know it is already one o'clock. So the surgery lineage would show that is called Sushruta Samhita, the red book, which I showed you. And then they also say that Brahma was the main person, means creator of universe, gave the whole knowledge to Prajapati. Then that knowledge was given to Ashwini Kumara. So the, the, here, the, that much link is same. Then he gave to Indra. But then he gave to Divodasa or Dhanvantari. So he was considered Dhanvantari again, uh, not the Dhanvantari, the same name, but he's not the god Dhanvantari. He was the name, that name king used to be there. And he had that and he ultimately gave that knowledge to Shushruta, who wrote down everything. So if you Google and just write it down, who is the father of surgery, and then you will see the Shushruta. So with this, we will stop here. Maybe that is your short uh, assignment that you, whenever you get a chance, Google on the, uh, you know, uh, Google on the, uh, for Google for the word father of surgery, and you should be able to learn more about Shushruta. So I think we will break, take a break here. It is 1.03 uh, in my clock and, uh, 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 and so we would take a break here for lunch and I will be back at two o'clock. So two or three, we will meet again two or three, two or four, exactly one hour. And I think that will be fine. So let's stop the recording.